We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Field of 68 live from the Gordon Beers at 200 Poitier Street in New Orleans in the Crescent City. Rob Dawson here. I got Terrence Oglesby and Randolph Childress with me, and we're joined right at the top. Illinois head coach Brad Underwood. Brad, what's going on, man? How you doing? Thanks for being here. Thanks, Thay. I appreciate you guys having me. It's uh, it's great to be in New Orleans. It's great to be at the convention. It's great to be at the Final Four. Um, Pre-COVID stuff, mm-hmm. stuff we're 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 sitting there interacting and and not on a Zoom. So, uh, yeah, exciting times. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's, it, I think New Orleans might be my favorite Final Four city to go to. It's way up there. Yeah, everything's easy. And it's got great food, and I'm a foodie. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, it's it's um, it's really hard to beat it. And and the what you know, it's the weather's usually really good. It was a little windy yesterday, but uh, <laughs> just just a little. We almost lost Randolph on the flight. Yeah, my flight was rough. I don't know about yours. I flew in Tuesday night, so I es- I escaped that. Oh. And uh, yeah, I'm not a great rough flight guy. You wouldn't have made it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> you might have drove back. If you, flew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you might have drove back. All right, so let's talk about the season you guys had. Big Ten co-champs. Were you were you satisfied with it? Were you happy? Or did you leave you want a little more? Well, I think anytime you win a championship, mm-hmm. uh, it's that's really hard to do. And um, so you know we're ne- we're never going to give that back. Uh, we've we've won the most games in the Big Ten the last three years, um, and yet um, it was it was a different year for me, uh, for our team, for our program. We had sixty eight total missed games by starters and or top reserves. And I haven't had that in my 35 years. Um, it, it, it was it was a tribute to our guys, uh, our togetherness, uh, our connectivity. But um, yeah, I, you know, and then again, we go into, um, we go into March, we get a Houston team who's, I'm still trying to figure out how they're a five seed. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, they were two in Ken Palm, they're, they're terrific. And we're not healthy. And um, that's not to make an excuse, but we were not healthy. Jacob Grandison was out separated. not the team you want to play when you're not healthy. No, <laughs> and we were a shell of ourselves. We, we were a really good shooting team and didn't shoot it. Trent Frazier had pink eye and an infection. And, and with, with those two out, we were, we were not whole. But, uh, and Houston whipped us. So, um, but, yeah, it's very satisfying. I, I feel great about it. I feel great about the direction we're going. And, and uh, um you know, we, we've we'll uh, our time will come. You just keep getting back to this tournament, and uh, anything can happen, and, and that's exciting. How comfortable are you with 
or what's the chances, I'd say, that you get a guy like Kofi back? You know, any conversations you've had? I know we just saw Carvello hit the portal. and Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think the portal is what it is. I, you know, I don't think there's any um, – everybody – it doesn't matter if you're a bench guy or if you're a starter or if you've won league championships or you've finished dead last. Kids mm-hmm. are going to put their name in and, uh, and test the waters. Um, you know, I think Kofi's uh, always in that mode of – gathering information uh you know it's a different game in the nba um and and where that where that translates he had a great year for us and and a first team all-american so uh you know he's he's got to make a choice this will be his third time entering and he can't come back uh if he does make that choice so we'll see um you know we'll see he's got till april 24th to do that and and uh but uh you know he's been a huge part of, of of our success here in the last three years Coach, your ability to adapt, you know, you start out the season, you lose Kofi for a couple of games, so you got to alter a little bit. Then Corbello goes down for a little bit, got to alter some more. You used to be a spread guy, and then, like, your ability to continuously adapt with all those injuries, and you still were able to win the Big Ten going or, or be a piece of the Big Ten. I just want to hear a little bit about, and that's probably the wrong way to ask questions, right? I want to hear a little bit about, but your ability to adapt and your, st- in your, in your staff's ability to adapt. Yeah, you know, and, and this is going to sound really juvenile. I was a junior college coach. Yeah, that, that's helped a lot of guys. I mean, I, I, it was 10 guys every year. Yeah. And, and yet you figured out what your core values were. Probably just as big as Kofi being out. We played games this year without Curbelo, without yep. Trent Frazier, Austin Hutcherson, who was, nobody ever talks about, missed an entire season again. Mm-hmm. Those were my three primary ball handlers. And, I mean, I played Coleman Hawkins, a 6'10", who's a power forward, at point in some games. We had to adjust, and it, it hurt us in the end because we didn't – we were trying to win games, mm-hmm. and so we had to make adjustments on the fly that way instead of enhancing our culture mm-hmm. and enhancing what we were doing, keeping, the, keeping things simple and get, just getting great at it. Right. And um, that was a challenge. But, uh, you know, when you've got that many injuries, I mean, I had nine starting lineups before uh, Christmas. Yeah. That's more than I've had in my career. And uh, that I didn't like. I'm a guy who likes to get a rotation. I'm a very big bench guy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, but it is what it is. I can't – I can make all the excuses and talk about it, and you better figure out how to win. And and if you don't, then shame on you. You're not doing your job. I'm not a guy who – get stuck in a routine say I've got to play this way mm-hmm. you better you better figure out how to win and and uh, um, we had to do that this year you mentioned one guy sorry you mentioned one guy there that I'm a huge fan Coleman Hawkins his potential is through the roof and you, you could see it happen in spurts this season heading into his future I mean what is his ceiling yeah he's he, I mean he's got enough talent to play at the next level yeah, and I, and that's that's uh, He's kind of that modern day 6'10", can handle it, can can shoot it. He's an instinctive player. He's got great IQ and feel. Uh, got to continue to gain strength, uh, but his versatility. Uh, he was a tremendous defender for us because he can really move his feet. He's got great length. Um, and again, a guy that I'm really excited about for the for the future. And uh, as his role manifests, manifests itself and he grows in that uh, confidence, he'll gain that. Um, big thing for us is to have an off season. Yeah, we haven't had an off season in three years. Huge. Uh, we started on Monday, yeah. just to get back to okay. 
here's what the weight room looks like. We're going to have an offseason. We're going to get guys bigger, better, stronger, tougher. And and so I think that's an important piece in, in all this as well is trying to get back to some pre-COVID ways of doing things. Sure. So you, we talked about the point guard stuff earlier, right, the issues you had throughout the season. What, what's your plan for point guard next year? Because I, I, I can't keep track of who's coming back and who's not. Trent Frazier's done, right? He's been in college for 17 years. Yeah. You don't get an 18th year? He gets his AAR, AARP card. Okay. Uh, it'll, it'll come here in the summer. Uh, yeah, it's it, you know it's a chance. It's a change. We've always played two or three together. Mm-hmm. I've never had you know we played with Io Desumu. Mm-hmm. Io won the Koozie Award and literally played off the ball a lot. Yep. We just got him in actions mm-hmm. in different ways through through that. Mm-hmm. And and so um, you know we've got some young guys we we brought in. We will uh, uh, we'll see what happens as we move forward. Um, you know with the portal. Uh, and, and filling those needs, but uh, I've got really talented young guys that I'm, I'm I believe in. Uh, everybody says you know it's really hard to win with a freshman. I get it, but but we can surround them with some other pieces. And in in our stuff, we like to play fast. We like to score under seven seconds. It's it's multiple handlers, so uh, it eases the pressure a little bit from from us having just a true. I've got to run sets, sure, you know, tight point guard. And Alfonso's coming back, right? He's done. He's done. Plummer's done. He's here in the three-point contest. So we literally lose everybody on our perimeter. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, that's – that's um, Juco, mean, that's, baby. Juco. That, that's so, what it is. That's what college basketball is, though. Every, yeah. Everybody turns over now. Every, every every roster, every team turns over. It's just – it's kind of life. Yeah, and I'm trying hard to not have that happen. But, again, what what – young people go through today I, I i don't know i mean we've got social media we've got all sorts of issues and so the the reasons vary and, and to be honest I, i'm not concerned about their reasons if they want to go they need to go i think we we lose sight of winning mm-hmm. and how hard winning is Absolutely. winning is a winning's really hard you know if i get a young guy that i talk to on in, and in the portal and the first thing he asks me is about nil i'm hanging out you know that's a that's a short-term deal to what could be a long-term life deal. You know, winning is hard. Man, when you get just because you win a few games doesn't mean you're a winner. Mm-hmm. People don't realize how hard it is and to win definitely win at the level that you guys want it and, and you've won in the last couple of years. When you talk about toughness, a big part of that doesn't always this younger generation doesn't always understand what that means. Randolph, you went through adversity. I, I, yeah, yeah, you went yeah, through it. Yeah. You you go you yeah. Hey, getting smacked in the face and competing and, yeah, and it's part of growing up. And and having guys having not things not go your way all the yeah. time made you the player you are. Yeah. And if you don't go through that and we don't and we don't challenge guys to become better, then shame on us. We're not coaching them. Mm-hmm. And if I can't get a guy a little bit uncomfortable and know that I love him to death. But I'm just pushing him so that he can become just a little bit better so he can see how he gets better. Um, and, and that's the toughness. That's the connectivity. And, and that, that's molded our locker room, to be very honest, is, 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 you know, we're able to coach guys and we're able to push them and get them better. And, you know, Io DeSumo is a great example. Io DeSumo is one of the, has one of the all-time best attributes of any player I've ever coached. Great listener. And is not afraid to take weaknesses and, and he wants to hear him and go work on him. But he gained, he gained 35 pounds. If he'd gone out after his freshman year, he might be playing in Poland somewhere. 
but he got stronger. He got better. Yep. And now he's he's starting on an NBA team that's winning. Yep. They're in the, you know he's he's not one of those guys. He's not one of those guys that went to a a bad team and averages 15. He's contributing on a team with. That, that, that's a playoff team, and that's pretty cool. I put on 35 pounds after I got out of college, and no one said it was a good thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> we all did, Rob. You, you beat us ride. out on it, so that's why I'm sitting here with yeah, these guys yeah. and not coaching. You beat us out for I.O. He's a heck of a kid. What a, what a kid. I, I want to work so hard. I want to ask you about um, kind of the Big Ten performance in the NCAA tournament because it feels like that's become kind of the narrative, right? You have all these teams, sure. and they get high up, and they get to the NCAA tournament, and they don't win. It's just – I've never believed that a one-game knockout setting is the proper way to evaluate how good a team is. No, right? Exactly, it's not. And and I thought Iowa this year was as good a team as as, as there was in the country. Mm-hmm. And yet the game is. I, I think in our case last year we were a one seed. We got beat, and we can blame it on a lot of things. COVID. I mean, we never got to celebrate the Big Ten tournament win, championship. But you have to understand the urgency of the end. And that's what the NCAA tournament is. Mm-hmm. You get beat, that's a bad locker room after the game. Yep. And you have, if, you, if you haven't experienced that, you can't grow. You can't get there. And the Big Ten is, in my opinion, has been the best league in the country the last few years. You start, we've got three first-team All-Americans this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we've got great players, and it, we've got steeped cultures and traditions. You know, I mean, Iz has been at Michigan State forever, and before that, Judd was there. It's the same culture, and it's ingrained. It was that way at Carolina. It was that way at Duke. You had just tremendous cultures, and in a one-game setting, yeah, we haven't been great, but who's to say next year us and Wisconsin couldn't be here? Mm-hmm. And right. and I think you, you, people make too much of it. It doesn't de- detract that the leagues. It's just talking points. You know, okay, Duke and Carolina are in it this year. Guess what? They're two blue bloods with great histories, great, great cultures. Nobody wants to talk about that. Hubert's taken over. What was Dean Smith's? Right. You know, Coach K's been there 40 years. I mean, I cried watching his ceremony. Just because it'll never happen again, yeah. mm-hmm. we all get fired, and 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 we never get to put our, and and so, you know, Bill's been there how long? Forever. Seven, yeah. twenty years, nineteen. Yeah. How long has Jay been there? Uh, two thousand one. Two thousand. How yeah. long has Jay been there? No, Jay. Jay's two thousand one. Yeah. Bill's two thousand three. Cultures, mm-hmm. cultures, cultures win. Not coaching changes. Cultures win, and that's. But I think that. Yeah, the Big Ten unfairly gets that, hey, we're a physical, slow-down league. No, we're not. Look at the games in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Houston scored 44. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the tournament slows down. We play a style that's fast and yeah, fun. It's, and it, yet, it's funny. Did that, you get that because of the bigs, though? Oh, sure. I wondered if it's people only, thought that yeah, because the, the dominant. It was the, the only, it was the league with the most dominant bigs or dominant front court guys. And I just felt like, fair or unfair, that was the reputation that was placed sure. on you guys because you had a Kofi or you had a – Hunter Dickinson or, you know, even if they weren't great, you had other bigs in the league and everybody kind of played, had a big part in their success. And I think that's probably some truth to that. I think that, but you go back in in history, the league has been, was, and was, I think at one time, a slower league. You had, but does that mean it doesn't play in the NCAA tournament? I can see why people want to say that. It doesn't. 
but I think you um, everything's cyclical. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and you know who's to say next year, the year after, we don't have two teams here. And and so I I don't I don't make a big deal about it. I get it. They're talking points. We were one seed. We got beat. Um, that's disappointing. But all I know is keep coming back to this thing, and you're going to make a run. It, it's happened to everybody. It happened to Jay. It's happened. I mean, Bill lost to Bucknell and Bradley. I mean, yeah. it happens to everybody in this tournament. And you just got to. You're always the best to never do it until you actually do it. Yeah. And you don't know how hard it is to do it until you've gotten there. Does that make sense? Well, well put. It's exactly right. It's well. It's well you, put. You mentioned culture. And now we talked about how prevalent the portal is. How hard is it to maintain a culture? You know, when you because you're not allowed the longevity that these other guys have had. You know, we talked about mm-hmm. all these coaches minus Hubert in the Final Four is established. Their culture there. You know what it is. But nowadays you don't get that chance. If Coach K was coaching now and had the three years that he had at Duke to start, Duke didn't Duke. Yeah, that's right. And I, I think that you you have to have. I always go back to when I was a JUCO coach again. You have your core, what you're going to stand for, and what you're going to tolerate, and what you're going to be about. And 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 I have a saying: character over characters. And and we took Alfonso Plummer from Utah. One of the things that we've always dialed in on was guys from winning programs. We never wanted to take guys from losing. His coach got fired. Now I know Larry, and Larry, very successful. But we dove deep into that young man's culture. Very good student handled himself, had a workout routine that was next to none. He fit our culture mm-hmm. and and had a phenomenal year. Third team, all Big Ten, was good. and, and was, was, was great for us. So it's about, it's about us. It's speed dating today. Yeah. And, and, and that's, what, <laughs> that's, right. that's yeah. what the portal is. Yeah. And we lost a young man last year we couldn't get in school. We couldn't take. And ten minutes later was on Twitter where he was going to school. And that's speed dating. And you, But you have to have your core values. I'm going to keep recruiting freshmen because I believe in development. I mm-hmm. believe in the relationships, watching a freshman get better and grow. And and I want guys that are winners. I Winners are hard, really hard to find. Mm-hmm. And they're getting, they're getting harder because everybody's telling them they're a pro since they were 12. And it's hard to do. Well, your culture won this year with Trent Frazier. I Absolutely. mean, how nice was it to have that freshman, or not that, that that upperclassman who's been with you for a while. That's got to be one of the building blocks for the. All he's ever done is everything I've asked. That's, that's as, big as, time. As yeah. a freshman, he was on a team that wasn't very good, mm-hmm. and we needed him to score. He's one of the, and here he comes in as a freshman. He has 30 in multiple games as a freshman. As a sophomore, Io comes in. We're the, the, the losingest season in the history of Illinois basketball. Nine new guys. We start a bunch of freshmen, and Trent becomes that guy who plays next to Io, helps Io grow. Next year we blossom. Io, we've got Andres Felice, we've got Io, we've got Trent, and Trent just plays as becomes an elite defender. Mm-hmm. He couldn't spell it when he got out of high school, <laughs> and I and, still can't spell it. <laughs> and now he and now he's that guy. I don't even know what that is. And, <laughs> and I mean, he became a guy that every time you faced Trent Frazier, you had an off night. Yeah, and and. He just did whatever it took to win, and and man, there's what an example. What there's, an example for the rest of your transfers and your absolutely. New guys. And there's no there's no way to replace that guy. Yeah. How how helpful was that too? Because you also replaced staff members. Sure. You know, so you lost two assistants, and now you got. So how important was those guys? Three is three assistants. Three, I'm sorry, three. How important was it having guys like that, even for that? Because 
they're helping your staff understand what your culture is. Well, you know, you've said on that, it, it, there's, there's, you can't lose both. No. And, and if Trent and Demonte Williams aren't back, our locker room becomes different. Your hair is like mine. Is yeah. <laughs> well, you, 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 I've got a, I had a great staff. They, they left, they do their, for whatever their reasons. Didn't want them to, they did. Hired a great staff, put it together, guys that, that fit. And they did an incredible job fitting in. But they didn't know me. They right. didn't, they didn't recruit any of those guys. They didn't know the players. Mm-hmm. And, but that helps with Trent, DeMonte, uh, you know, Kofi now being a third-year guy that established, hey, this is what we're about. So they help mold our staff as well. And, um, you know, I'm a big cohesive guy. Cohesiveness is hard to, to, to have, and, and yet we had none of that with your, with your staff. And mm-hmm. they're learning as much as the new, the new players, and, and yet we found a way, and I'm really proud of that. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm going to let you get out of here. We've kept you for 20 minutes. Before you go, I'm going to ask you, can you get a picture with my man Greg and his Illinois jersey? I may, for you. I may kiss his feet. I mean, I, I mean to, see, to, to have a little Illini and orange and blue in the house is phenomenal. Yeah. Come on, Greg, get over here. Can you get a picture? That's big time. There you go. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Brad, appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you, man. Guys, uh, enjoy New Orleans. Enjoy the Final Four, and find some find some. Uh, Good eats. Oh yeah, we'll we'll we had good. What, what was the restaurant we went to? Giacomo's. 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 And uh, I, it's a 15 minute Uber away. That's so all we, I know. Unbelievable. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Okay, we did Pesh. It's a seafood grill type place. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Off the chart. Pesh. And then we did. Uh, you write that down. <laughs> Pesh is really good. And yep. then we did. Geez, uh, what's the other? P E C H E. You find it? RC's gonna lock us in over there. I got it. Just a minute. I got it. This big gosh here. Eight hundred magazine. It's not very far from here. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it. All right. And then there's a there's a steakhouse, and I, I forgot the first part. Uh, Vegas. Desi Vegas. Desi Vegas. We almost we almost did our show at Desi Vegas. Desi That's uh, Ron Hunter's guy. Desi Vegas. Desi Vegas. Big time. It's as good a steak place as I have. All right. Man, sounds like great. Brad's buying. All right. We'll see you there, man. <laughs> Eight o'clock. Sounds, sounds like, good. Nice. Thanks, and coach. The wine, and the wine list is good. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> <Come> <laughs> Thanks, coach. Oh man, that was fun. That was fun. That's fun. I enjoyed crash course and crash course and uh, culture. Yeah. Buzzword. That. That's the that's the buzzword. That's the yep. buzzword of the offseason is, is culture. culture. Yep. Any, culture. any new coach develop, hires develop, culture. Develop a portal. But it's always and interesting we're play to hear everybody. Everyone says it, but I'm mm-hmm. always curious about how they're really doing it because you just throw it out there. How you implement it. Right. And, you know, you but just the, throw the, it out there and say, like, yeah, everybody wants culture. But now when you're bringing in new kids and coaches, this is a, this is a turn cycle for coaches as much as it is for yeah, players. Think about what they went through last year, right? Yeah. They lost. He lost his staff, Yeah. all three assistants. Yeah. He lost the guy that set the tone for the program in Iota Sunmu, and mm-hmm. they still found a way to, to, to build it back. And 
you do that two years in a row, losing Trent and, and DeMonte, wow. it, it's, that's not an easy thing to do. What was really interesting to me was talking about Trent Frazier. And, guys, he was great this year. He had to step in, play so many different roles. You heard him talk about it. I, I mean, when you lose those assistants, it help facilitate that change for those assistants. And he's been there forever. How often do you hear a coach say, all he's ever done is all we've needed him to do? That's big time. One thing yep. he heard that I, I truly believe in, and I don't, you know, you hear coaches say this all the time, but they don't do it, is everyone always essentially say they want a player-led locker room. Yeah. Well, everyone have, everyone throw that out there. No, he didn't have a choice, but you can see he relied on his players. And, and having grown up in a system that way, I, I always applaud that because people will say it. You know, when you go into a gym, when you start going to some of the better programs, you hear players' voices as much as you hear their coaches' voices. Yep. And and when you start hearing just the coach speak and not the players, it, it's a it's a reason for concern. Yep. yep. All right. So uh, if you guys are watching right now on YouTube, please hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, jump in the chat, ask us questions. We're going to be answering them. The best question that we get today, uh, we're actually going to do the afters a little bit early today because we have uh, Drew Valentine, Loyola head coach, coming in to join us. We have Mark Adams, Texas Tech head coach, coming in to join us. Uh, that will be in the one o'clock. Uh, the one o'clock hour, which is why we have this seat sitting here open right now. Um, so we're going to do some questions coming in from the chat uh, as those kind of fill in. Um, and, and remember, the best question that we get, as determined by producer Dagan Hughes over there, the best question we get is going to win a $50 gift card from Top Golf. So make sure you drop your uh, Twitter or Instagram handle um, in the chat if you are asking these questions to be able to uh, to win and be eligible to win the, uh, the gift card. Um, Guys, we want to do a, a draft, of the, a player's draft like of, of guys in the final four. Greg, I'm going to put you in charge of determining who gets the first pick. We have Carter over here. Carter's going to be the guy that determines who has the winning team when it's all said and done. You go with that, Carter? Carter doesn't, Carter doesn't have a microphone right now. When, it, when, when you decide, I got a seat right here for you. You want to show everybody your new polo? Come on, come on, hop up here. Come on, hop up here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Carter's, Carter's our runner for the day, so when we see players walking by, if he's got to run oh, out somewhere. No, he's the muscles. So want to do his best for the team. <laughs> <laughs> team first guy. Team first guy. Some, Colin Gillespie, the field of 68. That's hey, they want to they, they know how many players you guys are going to pick from Duke and North Carolina. We'll get to that. Not all of them, but we'll, we'll get to well, that. All right. How first many, how, first of all, how many, yeah, how many players? You get a starting five. We're starting five and so a one, and one bench guy. There's going to be guy. six. Yeah. Starting five and one bench guy. Greg, yeah, Greg, who's got the who's got? Give us a draft order. We're doing a snake draft, so it's going to be one, two, three, three, two, one. (laughs) Tio's making his politician stance for. Uh, So we're gonna we're gonna give out the picks based on the early time that you arrive today. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) so we're gonna have RC first. We're gonna have Rob Doster second. We're gonna have Tio third. That's not right. I was down there before. Hold on, that that is that is hard because Tio was downstairs in the lobby. Okay, he showed up and then left. But he didn't leave. But (laughs) I asked for permission. I did give him permission to leave. So we gotta do something different. Okay. Uh, I'll take I'll take the third pick. Go ahead, you got the second pick, Tio. RC one, Tio two. I'll take the third Rob pick. Rob Doster three. I'm ready All to right. go. Go ahead. All right. If I got to go one, I'm gonna go with the big guy. I'm gonna go with Paulo. I think that's a pretty easy choice for me. Who'd you hit? I'm going with Paulo. Been careful. Paulo. Are you guys writing down our picks? Yeah. Right yeah. All right. Don't worry. Well, here's the problem. I'll forget everything <laughs> that anybody says. Yeah. All right. We, we'll be talking about a game. I, and, and T.O. will be like, wait, who'd they play tonight again? 
Who they play? Duke. Dude, Duke hold, hold on. So that's not right. Because it, it's a Final Four. Where are we? What's, where, what city are we in? It's, oh, New Orleans. All right, yeah. <laughs> Y'all stressing T.O. It's, it's a little. It's, it's true. What time am I supposed to be down there? Ten o'clock. It's, All right, I'll see you at eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, did, I did ask that. I did ask that. Uh, all right, pick number two. Uh, I, I'm going to go. Um, that's a hard one, really. Because after Paolo, I'm not saying there's a drop-off, but there's a lot of really good second-level players. So I'm going to go Ochai Abashi. We're, we're already we're already. I feel like, but bets. I feel already like he is, he is the clear in, two best picks player. In, we're already he is the clear best player out of out of the whole okay, bunch. So, but Ochai Abashi, too. So I cannot believe the guy that I'm going to get with the third pick is the guy that I'm going to get with the third pick. You guys are crazy. Mm. In a sport and a tournament that's dominated by point guard play, to let me get Colin Gillespie with the number three pick in yep. this draft. You guys are out of your minds to let that, let him drop that far. Cart, Cart's upset about it. Cart is not a big fan of. Uh, Somebody get him the hat. Of get Mr. Hat. Gillespie. Get your hat on. Yeah, get your get your villain over hat on. Get your hat on. Go cats. So, <laughs> Gillespie, I'm, I'm getting Gillespie at the point. The next most important thing that you need. That, you that, that's an adjustable hat, Carter. You can. I, you I can agree with you. If but, you need. And that's going to be my second pick. I was going point guard, no matter what, who was left on the board. So, um, the next my my next pick. The next most important thing that you could have on a basketball team, you need to be able to have an anchor, a defensive anchor, someone that can protect the rim, someone that can allow you to get out and pressure on the perimeter. Mark Williams. I like that pick. Mark actually. Williams. So I got Colin Gillespie at the one, Mark Williams at the five. I will build out everything else and figure it out from there. All right. Uh, my second pick is going to go to Armando Baycott because he is cleaning up everything. He could be the Mark Williams let me, neutralizer. Let me, let me make one clarification from the judges real quick. Are we allowed to pick a healthy Justin Moore? Or no, no, no. no, 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 no. What are we going for? We okay. okay. I see how we're betting here. We're going one, two. You know, then you get three, four. Then go back. Okay. Right, what do you so think this was going to go? You you're just going to get the best. You thought it was just going to go one, two, three, one, two, three. Update: RC's never done a snake. Never done a snake draft before. Listen, I knew this was fantasy. I was just trying to, you know. <laughs> no, going back. Ba- the odds, my favorite. So I like uh, Ochai Abaji, Armando Baycott. I like that. I like I like that start right there. That's what I'm going. I got to go with a PG, and I'm I'm going to go to R.J. Davis. Ah. I, I I think that I like that. You got two picks. Right, now, you RC. got two picks. Yeah, and my next one, I'm gonna go. Since you guys have loaded up on front court guys, he got Colin Gillespie. I know, but no, but he got Mark Williams at the five, and you got Armando. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, I'm going to go with – and you said Justin Moore is out, right? Oh, yeah. He, he's not playing, so no, he's can't out. Play, can't I need play a bucket. Moore. I need a bucket now. I want to – I want – give me Remy Martin. Remy Martin? Is he going to be your off-the-bench guy, or are you going to start him? I, I haven't decided yet. <laughs> I have that option right now. I am shocked that that Randolph Childress picked the two guards that get out there and get shots at more than anybody else. Every team is here because of their guards. Hey, Dagan, I want you to consider something when selecting the winner. The teams have to play together. I'm not selecting the winner. You're talking to the wrong guy. That's the problem. Go ahead, T.O. You've got to put up points, but you also got to pass to each other. That's what Dagan's my facilitator. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little jealous, but yeah. you got that pick. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go. I need a floor spacer, and I'm going to go A.J. Griffin. Boom. Because he, he – look, Ochai Abaji. Hey, Ochai Abaji, shooter. A.J. Griffin, shooter. Big-time board guy, Armando Baycott. I like the way I'm trending, boys. Go ahead and give me the W. Enough is enough. No. Yeah. We All right, so finish. You're welcome, world. Snipe, snipe me on A.J. Griffin. 
Um, so my my next two picks are going to be I need I need wings. I need guys that can space the floor. I need guys that will be able to. Uh, it's too bad for you. I took all the good ones. Yeah, you got you got some you got some shooters. You don't have anyone that's going to be able to we get those get guys pressure. over the I'm getting up pressure on him. Hey, you, I, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to. I don't have anyone that's going to get him over the looks. I'm going to manipulate the offense. Okay. Am I the coach or the okay. GM? Okay. Like, what are we doing? Can we draft the players before we argue our teams, fellas? Like, let's yeah. Let's say we don't have three guys. I need two wings. I need two wings. I'm going to take Christian Brown, and I'm going to take Wendell Moore. So I got two guys that are six six, athletic, versatile, that make threes. Wendell Moore can play. Uh, secondary initiator, uh, put him in ball screens. We got Mark Williams at the five vertical spacer. I got the ultimate closer, young Colin Gillespie in his 17th season in college basketball. Colin Gillespie and uh, Trent Frazier um, are, uh, this is a fact, they're actually, they were in the same recruiting class as Terrence Oglesby. That's true. I bet you didn't know that. I did that's not true. Class that. 2007, stand up. Yep. Um, yeah, so th- that's my, uh, my third and fourth pick. So third and fourth pick. So... I feel weird you guys get to – but I understand the whole concept of the snake draft, so I appreciate that. Um, Brady Manick, I need a four. I'm going to be really big. I got three big-time shooters, a rim guy. Brady Manick, Ochai Abaji, I forget the rest. T.O. loaded up on the uh, the Duke and North Carolina guys. I did. You're right, I did. Well, I got the Kansas guy first, so that's, that's I feel like that helps right. me out a little bit. I like the I like Carolina's front court in this one. I mean, you could you took Mark Williams. That's probably who my starting five would be, Mark Williams. If I get if I just pick whoever I want because of rim protection, but Baycott has uh, been a beast, so I like that one all around. All right, RC, you got two. RC, I know, I know, I know, I know. This is it, right? Yeah. And and RC, you can't select guards or combo guards the entire time. I think I made that up. I only got four. No, no, you got one more. Right? You'll go no, you again. RC's got two right two, now. I got two He's right got two. Now. And, and I'll be done. This RC's is my got, no, no, no. No, RC's RC's got two. So it'll be five. And yeah. then back around one more time. So you have the last pick. Producer Dagan can't count. Listen, all right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. Take Sorry, producer. Take it easy over there, too. Yeah, I know. I get competitive. You got competitive. <laughs> Who are your picks? Oof. We put this together really quick. To yeah, you're welcome. You're yeah, it's not a big deal. I thought he might fall through the cracks. Could you imagine trying to play zone against my team? Carter, you yeah, got to get Villanova guys some love. I'm not worried about that. I'm so not worried either. One Wait, uh, one I, 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 I got to go, go with size, so I'm stuck right now. Do I want to go with, 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 with well, Dixon or McCormick? If you're, if you're looking for size, you don't want to go to Villanova. Yeah, I'm looking for, I, I think I'm, I'm going to have to take Big McCormick here. Oh, but see, I'm like wondering. That. No, no, no. I like that. No, no, no. I like that. I'm going to change that. I'm going to go a little small. I'm going to go with a smaller lineup, force you to guard me. So I'm going to go with probably Jalen Wilson. You got another pick, too. And right? I got one more pick, and I'm going to go with a bigger wing. I like Jalen Woods. And that, that would be. God, you guys took my sleeper picks. And... It's good. It's hard out here now. I'm not going to go Leaky Black. I was about to say. You go Leaky Black. He can only guard one now. I don't need him. I don't need him. I don't need him right now. Come on. Um. I got enough Kansas guys. God, you're crushing me with not being able to get Justin right now. Okay. I guess I got to get a dookie, man. There's like there's like eight players to pick from left. No. All these teams, all these teams have five I don't know guys. why RC keeps looking at me for clarity. I got nothing for you. I'm, I'm just I'm listening to the picks right now. I'm trying to see. I'm going to go with Trevor Kills. I like that. Okay. Trevor Kills. Uh, is my turn now? Yeah. I just want to make Your sure. Last one. Uh, Jeremy Roach. 
I need a point guard. I need somebody with some quickness. He's been playing better as of late. He can really get in the lane. And his shiftiness with the ball over the last month You're gonna has need been him with that awesome. Group. Yeah, I'm going to need him. I'm going to need a, a guy to get into the lane. Well, I, I basically got a bunch of Duke guys anyway. Every one of them want to shoot. And then the difference between Duke now and earlier this season is the fact that Roach is creating things for those guys. Yep. So, if you notice how I put my pieces together, Carter, the guy who picks the winner. Uh, what, what, what is Jeremy Rhodes shooting from three? It doesn't matter. Okay, I don't I need a machine. Look, look at the roster I put together. I'm just asking. Look at the roster I put together. All right, together. Rob, last two picks. All right, so I, uh, I'm going to take Jermaine Samuels with my fifth pick. You know, culture guy. We just heard Brad Underwood talk about culture, culture, culture. Jermaine Samuels, culture guy. You can make a three if you need him to. You can play small, put him at the five if you need him to. Um, and then I'm going to go with Caleb Love, who's going to be my ultimate difference that was maker. My, right? That was Coming my next the pick. The and ultimate difference maker. You need a bucket, there's nobody else you want out there than Caleb Love to at least get that shot up. You don't know if it's going to go in. It's probably not going to go in, but he will get those shots up. And I couldn't let RC end up with uh, with Remy Martin and Caleb Love. And who was the other guy? I was going to take and Caleb Love. It wouldn't have gotten to him. It wouldn't have gotten to him. I would have gotten, gotten Caleb yeah, so that's, All right, Tio. that's my team. All right, so I'm going to go go with a guy who's been up and down, but I like the way he plays. He's going to have to step up big time for Villanova. Caleb Daniels. I th- I really like him. His ability his, his ability to stretch the floor right at 38% from three, I believe. Uh, I think he's a, a nice addition off the bench. Going to play the same role that he's been playing for Villanova all year. Little combo guard action can step in and play spot at some point. Be good. IRC, bring it home. I need a versatile piece from the a versatile piece from the bench. Um, so that means Remy's getting the start. Say again. So Remy's getting the start. I don't know. Either way, <laughs> he's a bucket, yet. so I don't matter. That's he's the one guy out. you're scared about, so it don't matter where I use him right yeah. now. I might want to go. I want a defender. I'm gonna go Leaky Black. Okay, there it is. Read through these rosters, Dagan. You know what? Scratch that. No, no, no. Scratch that. Give me size. Give me McCormick from my bench. Give me McCormick. You already picked him. He's already been picked. McCormick hasn't been picked. You you picked him. I didn't didn't. pick Dave McCormick. I switched it. Oh, yeah, he did. I switched it. What is this? He can go back and forth the whole time. It's the last pick. You think David Sir would have been like, oh, you didn't mean that one? Let me go back and fix it. No, he wouldn't have. Do we allow RC to switch to David McCormick? Yes. No. David McCormick. No. Let's go. He's not going to win either way. Just let him have whatever he Let's say this. Let's say this. Commissioner Dagan. I got to choose. Was, no, was, was the name Leaky Black officially written down on right the down. official draft it's, list? It was like checkers. I never took my hand off give the card. Him, give him both. It's not going to matter. His team stinks. Uh, I'm saying His team stinks. Give him All to right, me. All right, all right. Give him both. He can, have, <laughs> he can have anyone he wants. Give him an extra pick. Give him an extra pick. All right, let's go to the team. We'll give it to him. You know where it's at, Carter. It's no big deal. Carter, here's just a for, it's just a formality at this point. T.O. Yes. Oshai Agbaji, mm. Armando Baycott, A.J. Griffin, Brady Manning, Jeremy Roach, Caleb Daniels. Whole that's lot of offense, no. not guarding anybody. They're not getting There's any There's one stops. guy in that whole group that's They're not, not guarding stops. somebody, and that's Brady Manning. The other, rest of them will guard. Armando Baycott, we'll guard defender. So, 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 when you so, think so, of Armando Baycott, you know what you think of. Who am I worried about? Hey, I'm trying to draft the team right now. R.C., Paolo. R.J. Davis, Remy Martin, Jalen Wilson, Trevor Keels, and McCormick. I love it. <clears throat> I'm a tough out, baby. 
I'm a tough out, baby. To who? I know it's no hesitation. And that's a lot to think about. Yeah, I'm betting a lot of overs. That's a lot, a lot to of, think about. A lot of overs yes. with RC's team. It's a lot yes. of. All overs. This, and then, the money's coming my way, I'm just telling you. And then Rob uh, has your favorite player, Colin Gillespie, uh, Mark Williams, Christian Brown, Wendell Moore, Jermaine Samuels, Caleb Love. This is not down. even close. I think it's hands down. You know, you know who it is. All right, all right. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Greg, can you do me a who favor? Who you putting can your you money on? Can you go to the YouTube chat, Greg? Sure. And can we uh, throw the teams in the chat? And throw the teams poll, in the chat. And we're going uh, to – that'll be the real tournament. But I want, I want to hear Carter's, okay. Carter's pick yeah. as well. All right. So before I make my decision, unfortunately, I'm going to tell you who will finish last. Just put it in there. Yeah, just put it in and RC, I love you. Oh, <laughs> yes! Get out of here! You kidding me? Too streaky for me. It's my, too streaky <laughs> for me. Too streaky for me. I love, I love the allure of it. But I, the, flo- the floor, really? the floor just doesn't do it for me. All right. So it's between To. Who's the floor? And Rob. You know who? It is. You know who's winning? You know who's winning? There's no way. Is this really a conversation? I know, I know who's got my pick, but I'm not saying that. Is your, this is your really choice. a conversation. I'm gonna have to go with To's team. I, wow. I love, I love Gordon the way Beers. I, 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 Gordon Beers. I, have to, I would have to disagree. Carter, I have to disagree. I think Rob got the, I think it's wrong. unbelievable. I think it's oh, I think it's RC. Thank you. I think it's RC. Your opinion doesn't matter. Our opinion doesn't matter. We are the commissioner and assistant commissioner back here. He doesn't give you credit for that. We'll see what the chat says. We'll see what the chat says. The guy who decides the winner. I got the judge. The chat is the real decider. Let's be honest. That's what I'm talking about, Carter. That's what no. I'm talking about. Unbelievable. Get Give me my hat back. Take the hat off, <laughs> man. <laughs> I had fun. Thanks. <laughs> Get out of here. Go back to being the muscle, yeah? yeah. There you go, man. <laughs> go back to being the muscle. Unbelievable. Rob's team is winning. Wait, Kurt, that's easy to tell. Go get him. Runner, go get him. Oh, go get him. Wait, really? No. Anytime he says something, it's you know you just send him. RC, the chat, the chat is saying that you would win. Thank you. Except for Strayface. Strayface, uh, Tia would be late. Strayface, get out of here. RC, 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 RC. A lot of RC. I'm telling you. Thank you. RC in the chat. All right, hey, man, it is what it is. No, it would definitely not be RC. It would definitely be RC. I, how am I in last place here? You guys Because your squad mind. sucks. I mean, what are you talking about my squad collectively, sucks? Collectively, man. It, them I got the best point guard. Yeah. No, no, Every no. single part You have the point guard you like. I'm with, Thank you. That's what I will That's say. That's not <laughs> the best. You have the point guard you like. You're a Big East bias hey, guy. Where's, where's, where's He's the Big East. It's the Big East bias. I will say this. I will say this. I'm with Carter on this. I'm betting a lot of overs, and if any of these teams are playing, I'm going over. And yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going over. It's not offense being played. Oh, everyone. Right, we Remember, Armando Baycott, board man gets paid. Here, I have, I have hey, Chris, Christopher Hughes just picked Rob's yeah, team. You know, yeah. yeah, he finally you, got you one. Know, Bravo. You know, you know why? Because I said that. Oh, is that your brother? That's, that's my dad. That's your dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. All right. So, but anyway, we had year. to get a homer pick to, to yeah, make Rob feel much. good. Yeah, sure. Well, I have a question for you in the chat. Because I think we want to talk about, you know, our first night in New Orleans. I knew that was part of the rundown. That's what's coming up next. Um, so I have to go find who said it. Hold on, let me go back. Adam, Adam Baker. Uh, that's how you say your name. That's what it looks like. What said. He wants to know who's the most hungover this morning. Who's what? The most hungover this morning. Out of us three? I can tell you who it's not. It's not you two. No, it's definitely we, not no, us No, we two. didn't go out. Me and Randolph. Yeah. We, like, we, we, we have anybody. We, we, were, we went home. I was tired. We were racing to get back to the hotel. Shut me down, boys. Shut me down. RC almost fell asleep at dinner. I was done. I almost had a food coma. RC, like literally. RC, how's your phone doing this morning? Oh, that's true. That was tough. You know what? The worst thing I did was I got back and forgot to charge it. So that was probably lost, saved lost, your phone. Though. It's probably why all the water that was in it when, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when we got back. 
He RC last night. Oh man, it's embarrassing. Did one of those slow motion. It looked bad. Drops. I looked as uncoordinated as I've ever Ooh, looked in my whoa. life. It was oh, slow, slow, but, but, slow, and the worst, the worst part was we were all stay, we all saw it. It's bad. Everybody saw it. No, Carter, the food. Carter, go, Carter, go sit down. Yeah. You don't got hey, hey. no, no, uh, no Carter. We have we have a we have an actual thing that we need to ask RC no, about here. RC, how you doing? Good to see you again. Oh, uh, <laughs> thank you. We need your thoughts on that cabbage that you ate last night because I mean it didn't yeah, look we, appetizing. We had a big, we had a big debate. We had a big table. debate. We got to fill the people in. I had some cauliflower. The difference was that. I ate a significant part of my cabbage, and I saw you take your cauliflower and just brush it off your plate. That's, That's disrespectful to all the cauliflower. I, 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 can we can we can we ask the chat here? Cabbage? Cauliflower or cabbage? Or cabbage. Yeah. Cauliflower or cabbage? What do you call it? First of all, it's on? cauliflower. It's Thank not cauliflower. Yeah. No, it's cauliflower. cauliflower. No, it's what do you call it? Cauliflower. 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 Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Who said who said anything about a T? <laughs> What's the going? way you pronounced it? Cauliflower. 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 All right, now you're saying it right oh, before you want. It's cauliflower. Oh, this is about cabbage, though. All right, basketball, am I right? Yeah, we'll, go yeah, back. We're, we're, we got to no, no. I want to know in the chat. Cabbage or cauliflower? I need to know. I need I'm to right know. again. The people, the people. Are you got although you guys did have the same. You guys <laughs> no, here's, the same here's, main uh, meal. Here's the answer. Here's the answer. Here's the answer. You take the cauliflower. Take the cauliflower. Take the cabbage. You probably put them together. No. You drop it in the trash can and you get mashed what, potatoes what, like a real Rob, I have a question. Rob, I got a question. If we put ketchup on any of it, would you eat it? No. <laughs> I don't know. What You're a ketchup you? guy. No. I don't know if What's it's worse? straw. I don't well, know if it's straw face or straight face. He just said uh, cauliflower minus four and a half versus cabbage. Thank you. I'm with that. I like that. Thank you. Hey, no. by the I, way, I by the way, once we get once we get to 100 likes, Carter's going to chug a beer and Greg's going to take a shot of tequila. Deal. We should ask you guys that. <laughs> yeah. in. We should ask you guys that. What, what, what are we asking this to? Who's the guy that's most likely hung over this morning? I, among that's true. Sleepers don't get hangovers. Yeah. I don't know. Hangovers are, know hangovers are a what mindset. A blessing that is. Really? The yeah. name is Strafaci, like Versace. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good, dude. That's my guy. Hangovers are a mindset. Let's talk about the first night in New Orleans. Because last night it was... I came down here expecting it to be wild, right? And last night was actually pretty low key. Like on Bourbon Street, yeah. there wasn't really a lot of people out there. No, it was, but it was it was going. It was no, I mean, it was a when. I mean, I'm losing track of the day. When you find when you Wednesday. found the spots, it was. Well, it was a, yeah. for anybody that flew in yesterday, it probably took a few hours for the stomach to find you know to come back down. I mean, after that, that the travel yesterday. I told you guys know, how many people I, have I'm, we met. No, I'm petitioning. This, this is the last. This is the last hey, show we're gonna have. No, where we talk about your flight, no. RC. No. We yeah, we can't be doing the right, flight. Go, the flight. Go. Yeah, we got to go. It wasn't me. So you missed out today. We got Drew Valentine, Loyola head coach, jumping on. Yeah, we're, we're oh, yeah, live we're with a hot mic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> we're good. Yeah. They can't. Yeah. We'll, we'll zoom in here. Peter working. Coach, what's so, going on? Nothing, man, you know, portaling it, you know. Uh, yeah. Like everybody else. Like everybody else, man. So, yeah, and just, uh, just so you know, we are live and it is a hot mic. Yeah. Making sure everyone knows when they sit down. Yeah, yeah. we don't want to. I don't want to say anything bad. Yeah, we want to yeah. make sure that you yeah. know, you know. I, I, I do have to talk I about Carter. I have one question. Carter can hear you, man. I, oh, yeah. I do have one question before we start. So, you know, you know Greg Waddell, right? Yes. Yes, I do, How man. do you feel about him wearing an Illinois jersey when you're coming on the show? That's, you know, that's Greg's brand. I mean, that, like his own personal. I'm, I'm all for like brand. Like I'm coming in with the with the Jordans on, you know. 
um, or Nike. I'm a big fan of Nike Dunks too. So I'm gonna come with some some feet. Heat, you know, Greg's brand is is you know he's a new fan of a new team every every couple. Of days. <laughs> <laughs> he knows you well. That's my guy. He but you know, well. he he loves college basketball, and you know. He he, you know he's a Jersey fanatic too. His Jersey collection is OD. So that's my dog. His, his Jersey collection or your shoe collection? Ooh, both elite. I mean, I'm gonna have to say me with the with the sneaks, of course. But I mean, what's the best player you got? Give me your go-to. We hitting a t- we we hitting Bourbon Street tonight. What you got on your feet? Well, if I'm hitting Bourbon Street, These I don't want to get my shoes. Oh yeah, we're gonna get a mess up. You know right what I'm there. saying? So I'm gonna there. come with some beaters for that. Uh, <laughs> I mean. I love just the, the basic Jordan 11, you know, retro, uh, black and red, a playoff, breads, whatever you want to say, and then the classic black and red ones. I got the patent ones on today. Um, but, like, I also love, like, the Travis Scott Jordan 1 lows, too. So what size lows, anyway? 13, baby. And, and you don't have a Nike deal, right? Like, I this don't. Is, this, is all, this is all you're buying your shoes. You're not well, just we have, shoes. Well, we have, like, the, the Nike Elite account, so, you know, I tap in. You, you guys yeah, you're know lucky about to that. Get that. I tap in with that a little bit, but, you know, some of it's on my own. So, you know, I think I'd be a good, you know. Some of that tournament bonus I, money, man. For sure. I think shoes. I'd be a good person for that, <laughs> you know. Like, I think my, my shoes got a decent amount of attention this year, so. They did. You yeah, wouldn't turn did. down a sponsorship opportunity. No, not, especially not from the schools, <laughs> man. Is that, is that part of what you look for? In the coach, it's like we need him to be able to recruit. We need him to be able to get guys, and he's got to have heat on his feet. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess so, kind of. Like you know, I, I like my guys to you know present themselves a, a certain kind of a way. You know, if they're gonna fit in with, you know, what I'm about. You know, if I got, you know, I like to go with a bunch of different you know fits during the year. You know, different different shoes and things of like that. So. I want somebody that's going to buy into the culture. You know? It makes a difference when you go to the summer tournaments and stuff like that to watch kids play, and you come in with some. One hundred percent, you know, like, you know, it, like you guys said, it's, out, yeah, just like your, just like like you said, like your brand, how you present yourself. Like I'm a young, energetic guy, you know, uh, modern style thinking, and, and I kind of just feel like that kind of just goes with me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so you, you are young. You are the youngest Division One coach in college basketball. It was your first year this year as a head coach. What was – did anything surprise you? Was there anything about it that you were like, I did not expect this coming in? What was what, – like, what, what happened this first year? Yeah, I mean, there were so many different lessons, I think, that I learned. Um, I, and I'm not just trying to give coach speak. It's just you kind of – you try to do every, everything you can to prepare yourself for the moment and – you know, no matter how much you try to prepare yourself, you're still not ready, I guess, until those those things all happen. Um, I think the biggest thing that I learned was that you can't do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to have great support and great people around you that are going to be loyal to you, that know what they're doing, and that you can trust to do their job at a high level. Because you can't you can't cover all the bases, um, you know, 24 seven. You know, and you got to delegate, right? Yeah, you got to delegate. How much delegation do you do? I mean, I'm tr- I do a lot now. I you know my first. You know, month on the job, I was trying to. I felt like I was trying to do too much, and yeah. I was. When you yeah. try to do twenty-eight hours of work oh, and twenty-four yes. hours a day, yeah, and it's just <laughs> it's impossible to do. So, um, I would say that's probably one of the biggest things that I learned this year for sure. Mm-hmm. How you guys doing, man? You guys seem yeah. like you've been going crazy, getting everybody in here. Well, mm-hmm. we've had quite a few. Yeah. We're only just bringing the A-list, though. Yeah. Yeah. Only, only bringing guys. the A-list guys. A-list guys. Hey, Why I gotta ask you. I'm just touching with you. The shoes. The shoes. Okay. The shoes. Yeah. <laughs> the shoe game's elite. Right. You know what I mean? I hey, I gotta, Something's got to be elite. I got to ask you this, Coach. As far as on-court coaching, what, 
how, how big of an adjustment was that for you sliding one seat down, really? Right. Like, you, you were behind somebody that was really successful and known as one of the best basketball minds. I mean, what was the biggest thing moving forward? And I was able to watch you guys in Atlantis and all that stuff, man. Yeah. You guys, I mean, you do a terrific job. What's the biggest adjustment on the court? I think in-game. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, me personally, I've been, uh, you know, ever since I started, you know, with Coach Izzo as, like, as a GA, like Coach Izzo, you know how he coaches and he wants everybody on his staff to be intense and, that's that's me. That's mm-hmm. you know, uh, say you know how you feel. Say what's on your mind, and, and you know give you know criticisms or praise. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and so even as an assistant, I've always been a guy that would type out what I think we should do for practice and the why. Uh, with with Coach Moser, I, I, I you know I do that every day. Um, so I, I think like in practice, um, you know I think some of that kind of stayed. A similar feel for me now was I the main voice? Yeah, but like there'd be times in practice before where the head coach would have to tell me, "Hey, I don't want it that way. Like you're, right. you need to chill out a little bit," which I'm fine with. But mm-hmm. I think in game, just like managing the game, managing, um, you know, between substitutions and matchups and um, go zone, not go zone, yep. what plays to call, and then also trying to like, you know, like if somebody's saying a play call, like trying to remember what the play call is. Like before, when I was just running the defense, I was just locked in on like all right, what's their set, you know, what triggers a certain action. And I thought, you know, we were pretty good. I mean, last year we were number two defense in the country, 2021. Um, So I thought we did a pretty good job of coming up with game plans and things like that. But, you know, this year it was, you know, trying to figure out offense and defense at the same time on court. So that was kind of new for me. And and, um, I guess that's another thing that I had to start, you know, getting a little bit more help with in game um, to manage that because it's a lot. Now that your team is taking over and you're getting, you know, you're entering your second year, you're starting to identify the players that you want, that you didn't inherit. And you obviously embrace the ones that's there and yeah. they're yours. But what is a player, what are you looking for in a player that you want to build this program out? Yeah, I mean, the first thing is value and winning um, and that being the main goal. Uh, you know, if, if, if everybody doesn't have a common goal, just in organizational leadership, you know, the different podcasts or different things you listen to, if everybody doesn't have one, you know, singular focus, that's when things start getting messed up. If I'm having to go on the recruiting trail and, and, you know, obviously NIL and opportunity and things like that, those are, you know, things you have to embrace and things you have to, you know, speak about. But if your main goal is, is, you know, individual based, then you're not a fit for me. You're not a fit for our culture. You're not a fit for how we do things. So winning is, is number one. So do you have a track record of winning? Do you have you, did you win in high school, but maybe not win in college? Um, you know, is your family speaking that way as well? You know, um, if your parents or your, you know, people around you, trainers, um, if they're just talking about you, 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 then I'm not into that. And then obviously the combination of like skill and toughness, I think that always wins out. Um, you know, obviously like length athletic all those things are, are great too but the combination of, of winning um the mentality that dna that you possess and then from an on-court perspective your toughness and your skill level um shooting dribble pass shoot those are kind of like the three things that we always want to check those boxes when we're identifying players well, you're finally building a team right like you when you took over last year you kind of existed Right, there was like a culture, there was a team, there was a roster, there was all kind of. Yeah, but now, now you're you're building something this year. Yeah, 
how how difficult has that been and how eye-opening has it been? Is there anything different now that it's yours versus what it's been in recent years? Well, like last year, you know, obviously, like, you know, there was we had a uh, the possibility of the foundation to, to have a really experienced team. But like, I mean, you guys are seeing it now with the portal. Like if Lucas Williamson would have went in the portal last year, like, Duke could go where he can go wherever he wants. If mm -hmm. I hear Ugwak went in the portal last year, he can go wherever he wants. If Braden Norris went, the, I mean, those guys, they know that. I speak to them about it. I'm honest with them about it. Um, but they just decided to come back for a reason. So although I feel like, you know, I guess I had it built in for me, like, you know, there was people that were trying to get those guys to go other places. Mm -hmm. um, and they thought that we had a, the opportunity to play for championships last year. So I, I you know, although – I had relationships with those guys. I, I still feel like I kind of had to re-recruit those guys back. Um, it, it, it's small or simple, I guess, that as it may seem. Um, you know, and then we had... How, how frustrating you know, is that? I mean, at your level, you've, you've been to... This program's been to Final Four, right? Yeah. They went to... Was it the, the Elite Eight? Last year, uh, Sweet, Sweet 16. 16. Yeah, Sweet 16. Knocked off a number one seat. Greg was devastated by that <laughs> loss. His lifelong fandom of the Illinois Fighting Alignment. Um, you, you're... The, the team is constantly like ranked in the top 25. Like it's it's a major program at this point. Yeah. And you still have like the, the the bigger boys coming in and saying, "Hey, yeah. you should come recruiting off your roster." Don't I'm assuming during the season. Yeah. Um, I mean, like we always say in recruiting, like honestly, the only thing you know, not Power Five about our program is the conference we play in. Mm -hmm. And so, from the way that our administration supports us, from the you know the the game day atmosphere that we have to the way that we travel to the way that you know we um you know are able to take care of our student athletes the only thing not power five about it is the conference and so it's not for everybody everybody doesn't have the confidence to um you know because this is a very um you know everybody wants to be cool and um uh, it's hard for people to have the self-confidence to to really take a look at what's the best fit from a basketball playing style from an opportunity standpoint um, and, how, and maybe not go to one of those schools. And that's what we've been able to do. Like, you know, Braden Norris, you know, I mean, he could have went to some other Power 5 schools. He had the confidence and the, the, the right, you know, people around him that were giving him the right information to, you know, have the confidence and belief that, that he could accomplish everything he could here. Um, and other guys on our team, Marquise Kennedy, um, and then our three freshmen coming in as well. So, um, yeah, like you said, it's 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 tough. But um, well, I, I feel like it works when you target those guys because a lot of you see all these people tweeting about or posting on IG when they when they get an offer from a Power Five school because it's an ego thing to say like, yeah, I'm getting recruited by ACC schools, I'm getting recruited by Big Ten schools. If, when you're in the mix with those guys, it, it takes a certain type of kid to be able to say, yeah, I can I can thrive in, yeah. in the Valley. I can thrive in Loyola. Yeah. I can make it work. And that's why, like, you know, like you asked me, like, what are the three things that we look for? If I'm just looking for somebody that wants to be a pro or, you know, wants to, you know, when it's individualized, like, I can't compete necessarily um, mm -hmm. from that perspective. It's, if it's about you, if that's what you're presenting. But if you're about, you know, those things that I talked about from a winning perspective, like, you know, we're one of like nine programs in the country to win 20 plus games over the past five years, one of nine in the country. When you look at that, we're one of, I think, like, you know, five or six, I don't know, we're one of five or six programs that has been to a Speed 16 in the Final Four, both in the past four years. Um, you got to have these facts ready to go. Trust me, you, I do. You, you need <laughs> we, have, I have, we have, I have the graphics ready to go. But I mean, it's, so like when you, when you, 
when that's what I present when I'm recruiting. I'm not presenting, you know, I'm not leading off with other things that other schools are promising or, or talking about. But, you know, if, if when I'm calling somebody and that excites them, then those are the kids that you see that were in the top three, four, top two, four, maybe get. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you this. I'm sitting here looking at your roster right now, and I was a huge fan of Lucas Williamson. But besides that, only Jacob Hudson, as far as usage rate is concerned, is the guy that's younger than a junior. Is it a get-old, stay-old approach with you and the portal and all that stuff? Yeah. Or is it, you know, we're going to take a high school kid or yeah. get-old, stay-old? I think it's got to be a combination of both, mm-hmm. um, you know, because you want to um, get – I think from a high school perspective, you can kind of – find people that are a little bit under the radar a little bit um, mm-hmm. and, and or somebody with potential to, to be good as long as they come in and they buy in and they trust the process and they're not looking for instant um, gratification now if they if they come in and they're great as a freshman I, I'm great with that yeah um, but it's got to be to me like again I got to give you another stat you know one of six we're one of or we're the only program in the country we've had with in the transfer portal I think we're I, I actually know we're the best school in the country for transfers Mm. Six straight years we've had an all-league transfer. And it's wow. been six different guys. Right. Think about that stat. Like, nobody else in the country is doing that. So when you talk about finding guys that fit, when you talk about guys that is that are um, uh, finding the right style of play, when you're finding uh, uh, guys that you're developing, like everybody, all those transfers that we brought in, they weren't all-league players before they got here. You know, Tate Hall was a Division II player. His first year playing, he had a senior sit-out year, then a year – his first year, he was third-team All-League and averaged mm. 14 points in the Valley on a top, you know, 65-team Kempom-wise. So, like, our development kind of speaks for itself. Our transfer success, you know, presents, you know, a lot of opportunity. And, you know, we got that blueprint for success. So, like you said, when, when if you're about those kind of things, if you're about, about developing the right way, about winning, like, you're going to be a great fit for me and, and yep. how we're doing things for sure. Who do you got Final Four in the games tomorrow? Who do you got? You know, obviously, like, Nova's, uh, I mean, Carter and Greg are sitting here. They, they know, you know. Uh, Carter doesn't know anything. Man. Yeah. So, and Greg, they don't <laughs> know him, anything. Ask him like, how he feels about Colin Gillespie. You just lost me with that one. We, I mean, we, they, uh, they're a program that I think I would love to continue to model Loyola after. I really think they do things the right way. I really think they're about the right stuff. I think they develop their guys. I think they get their guys ready for the next level. You know, their guys, when they get to that next level, whether it's, you know, in the NBA or overseas, like their guys are ready to contribute from day one. Um, you know, they I love their style of play, playing, playing four guards, sometimes five out on the court at one time. They switch everything. Yeah, you guys do That's a lot of similar stuff. That's why my team was the best team, you're, by the way. Your team lost. Let's just, go ahead and this, But we picked the final four rosters. Yeah. Everyone out there picked mine. Yeah, your teams of, do have to score. Agreement. They wanted Randolph. to go all big. I went with the four line. I didn't go all. I had all one big. I had one big. The people have spoken, guys. Hey, Randolph came in third place. Randolph came in third. He came in third. But you guys do. You guys are similar to Villanova yeah, in ball movement, swinging it from yeah. side to side, second, third side offense. I mean, yeah. you can certainly see that. That's And that's that's but, why I like him. I mean, it sucks with Justin Moore. Not, I mean, oh, it sucks. It, it, you it know, I feel so bad for him. Um, I was watching the game with my wife on Sunday, and we were like, man, that, that, that's terrible. Um, so, But I also, I mean, I mean, Duke's playing the best right now probably out of everybody, I would say. I you can find a story for well. anybody because yeah. I think mm-hmm. every team here – we had question marks about during the course of the year from Villanova not winning it. You know, is it their, is their run at the Big, big East over? You know, we were questioning 
Kansas early in the year. Uh, point guard play, same with Carolina, <laughs> getting blown out early. Duke was so inconsistent, and then Goodman tried March. to fire Hubert right. Davis in like yeah, December. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> by, even, even in January, we were like, "Is Hubert going to make it?" And then now, all four of these programs are playing their best basketball. So it's it, you can make a claim for every either one. Yeah. And I agree with you. I don't think you know everyone now with the Justin Moore injury just assumes Kansas is going to make it, and it's going to be a closer game than people yeah. think. Them dudes are them dudes are dogs, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just Play think about like how much better Jermaine Samuels has gotten. Yeah. Like yeah. I just remember, or you know, I mean, Gillespie was you know so. Backstory. So when we is played, he older than you, by the way, or is it is it close? I mean, I don't close. <laughs> I'm probably, honestly, I think he's probably like five years younger than me, for real. Um, so my when we were, we were at the Final Four in 2018, um, we played Michigan first, and then you know Villanova and Kansas were on the other side of the bracket. And so my scout was doing over if we would have won. That was who my scout was, and it's it was sick. Like I I've never scouted a team on on tape as good as that Villanova team was that year in 2018. Now I'm 30, so it's not like I've been doing this for, you know. Coach I, Moser I've has said, a lot I think, more stories I think they're the best, the best team that I've seen since I've been doing this. The 2018 Villanova team. I mean, they're sick. Like I'm on the plane last night watching Mikael Bridges for Phoenix last night, and like he made like I think that year he made like 115 threes at over like 42, 43 percent, and they had Pascal and you know how are you going to guard Brunson with the with the post ups. And, um, DiVincenzo was coming off the bench doing his thing. Like, that team was, was stacked. They had loaded. three first-round picks, two lottery picks, and none of those first-round picks were the national player of the year. So. Think about that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. And Eric Pascal was drafted the next season. Mm-hmm. And I think it was um, Phil Booth was – he made the G League after the next season. Like, that, they were ridiculous. And they went, like, 7 deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 7. I mean, they were – I had no idea how you're bringing up. Was, bringing I had up, no idea what Cameron up was going to do. With that. Bad vibes. I think I played <laughs> against that team, and it wasn't pretty. So, I was, right? Yeah, that was. <laughs> are, are, are you allowed to comment on changing leagues? You guys are yeah. moving to the A10. What, yeah. what do you look forward to there? I mean, that's that's a step up. But I mean, that's across how you the know world. it's his, one of his first times. Are, no. you, are you allowed to? Yeah, I just want to make sure that you don't get in trouble. The last, the last thing I want to do is put somebody on the spot where they can't speak or like I'm not going to ask him about particular transfer or anything like that. I, I get nervous about that stuff. I don't want to be that guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're excited about it. Um, obviously, multiple bid league mm-hmm. um, and uh, getting some opportunities to, to compete, uh, you know, in some different areas around the country and, and kind of open up, you know, some, some different media markets and things like that. Obviously, the Valley was a great league for us. You mm-hmm. know, we got so many rivalries and, and so many great memories and the league treated us great. So, um you know, I guess in some respects we're, we're sad to see, you know, sad, sad to leave, but we're also really excited about the opportunity to, to get to that league and um, hopefully get to a conference tournament where I don't feel like we have to win it every single year where we just got to be, you know, yeah. at the top of the league and, and that'll get us. You know, now, will you keep some of those robberies? Just because it means, is there any particular game that you're like, no matter where we go or what league, we have to keep this robbery going? You know, one, one that our staff has talked about is Northern Iowa. Like they've kind of like, we're kind of very similar to the way that we play and the way that we're run. And um, I got a lot of respect for, for Ben Jacobson and, you know, the different guys that they've had in, in the, in, you know, in part of their program. I'd love to continue to, to play against them. Um, I would say Drake, but Tucker DeVries is a pro, so I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm staying away from Tucker, um, but, but would love to probably hopefully continue to play Northern Iowa. That'd be pretty cool. All right, so we mentioned you're the youngest coach, youngest Division One head coach in college basketball. When you walk into those living rooms, are parents like, you? Like, yeah. you're, you're going to coach him? He looks <laughs> older than you. 
Right. I think before this season, it was definitely that. Um, you know, I got crushed a little bit. You know, we've never coached a game before. Um, but I think now with, you know, making an NCAA tournament, hopefully I put some of those. Uh, <laughs> Maybe he can coach us a little bit. Hopefully I put some of yeah. those questions to rest. But uh, there's definitely some some parts of people that probably is like, man, this guy's 30. It's, does he really, you know, know what he's doing? But it's my job to continue to, to prove that I can. And, um, I'm you know, grateful that our fans believe me, our players believe me, our administration believes me. You've gotten the, the coach speak down pat. Dude, you're knocking right. the hell out of yeah, coach really, speak. Really, like, yeah, just absolutely right dominating. Now. I like I'm that. I'm not trying right to. I, I really try to not do that. Like, <laughs> I promise I really try to do that. <laughs> Maybe it's because my dad, man. You know, my dad was how much? Coach. How much pressure did you put on yourself? Or oh, I know you heard the narrative out there being not only just being a black coach yeah, no with no head coach experience because yeah. it just doesn't happen often. Yeah. Right, and so you know, you know, you, you hear all this out there, and you get that opportunity, and you know, there's so many others that haven't. I mean, how much of that did you even think about, and who did you lean on if you would, when it when it was I thought about on? it all the time. Think about, I still think about it all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, still like I feel like my narrative is like the young, connecting, you know, guy that's you know cool and hip. Right. It's not like, man, that dude can coach basketball. You know, that that isn't. I don't feel like that's my. Maybe it is. I don't know, but I feel like that's more been my my narrative and so I, I just know you as the guy that knows Carter so <laughs> he's the man um but like a guy a close friend of mine is Jordan Mincy who's at Jacksonville this year and, and um they crushed it this year man he and, killed um, it too yes, he did. and uh you know we talk about it all the time like we gotta we gotta do what we can for the next generation and uh last cycle last spring I think there was a lot of you know young Kimmy you know Kim English was one too um a good friend, um, somebody like we, we talk about it that, that we gotta. Um, obviously, I think one thing that was great for me from the tournament was just how much you know, like Shaheen out that was awesome. Like when I first got the job, like Shaheen reached out just you know, out the blue, you know, and he wasn't what he is now. And we, we talked throughout the year, um, regularly, and so uh, talking to guys like that. And I think one thing, like I said, was cool for, for him was. Be, like, people were talking about how good of sets he was running or how well coached his team was and how right. hard they played. It wasn't the narrative it wasn't, of just being a narrative. It correct. was people were applauding him for what he was actually doing as a yeah. coach and not just yeah, it's awesome. fit yeah. in a box. No doubt. And it's – so I definitely like to answer your question. It, it sucks, but it kind of – it's kind of, I guess, what I'm – Well, I mean – Doing a hell of a job. As, as you have success, and as Shaheen has success, and as guys like Kimmy and Ben Johnson in Minnesota, like as, as those guys win, then you're gonna more opportunities are gonna pop up, mm -hmm. right? And and I think you know that's why I'm rooting for Kenny Payne right. to go to, to to crush it at Louisville. I I think Mike Boyton at Oklahoma State is a perfect example as well. Yeah. Like it was a little bit of a risk to hire yeah. for Oklahoma State, yeah. and I think he's done a really good job there. Yeah, Coach Mike, he he, I mean. Talk about. I mean, I think they were they were the number one and number two defense in the country this year. Mm -hmm. And uh, I sat down actually with Mike. We had dinner last year at uh, at Peach Den, and so like, and I was just picking his brain, chopping it up with him. So I'm fortunate to have very you know a lot of mentors, you know, especially you know minority coaches, you know, who want to see me have success, and I want, I want nothing but the same for them as well. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, listen. Yeah. It's been fun. Had you on for about 25 minutes. Yeah. Appreciate you coming by. Yeah. Um, you know, best of luck next season. Definitely stay in touch. We're going to get you on at some point. No doubt. Hey, can we hang on to you for about three more minutes? I got a question. Okay. Can we run through our teams again and have him pick? Okay. Oh. Uh, Ask him. Hey, don't, uh, don't tell uh, him. I have. I, no, 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 no.
don't tell the name. Don't tell the name. I'm not going to say anything. No, no, no. I'm not going to say it. But don't tell him the truth. Folks, would you like? I know. All right, T.L. Sorry. I get fired up. Let's go. I got this. Can I hear all three of them first? Yes, you're going to hear all three, and then you're going to pick who you think is the best. Are they Carter pick two, or is there four teams? There's only three. Just these two right here. He's a runner. He doesn't know ball. Team one is Oshag Baji, Armando Baycott, A.J. Griffin, Brady Manick, Jeremy Roach, Caleb Daniels. Team two, Paolo, R.J. Davis, Remy Martin, Jalen Wilson, Trevor Keels, David McCormick. Team three, Colin Gillespie, Mark Williams, Christian Brown, Wendell Moore, Jermaine Samuels, Caleb Love. That one. Team yes. three? That's recency bias. That's this recency bias. Wait, wait, wait. Why? 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 Yeah. Because yeah. He's a, he, it's no, four, why from him? Why does that team guards win? around like the best rim rolling, rim protecting guy in the, in the country. I mean, thank you, coach. That was um, a great pick. That's also why I picked. So thank good, you. Good, good choice. Yeah, so, so you sorry, didn't sorry, like you didn't like the worry. Jeremy. Three Rose minutes is up. With, uh, <laughs> three minutes is up. Three minutes is up. I would. I like. I would assume your team was the second team. Yeah. I probably. But you were. I had the, sh- I had the three sorry, wings and Armando Baycott. I had the three shooters and a guard and a guard who could create. No, 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 no. Tio, it's okay. Your team ain't <laughs> stopping nobody. Just, I don't need to. I, I like, I like, you had a score. I more. like the, Thank you. the functionability. And the, the By the shooting. way, I voted for Drew Valentine for Coach the of the Year. He was leaning toward the versatility of my team. He was coming back around. No, you know what it was? It's Colin Gillespie. Winners. Favorite place. Winner What's the go-to move? Really? I never hey, been here before. Giacomo. Wow. Yeah, Giacomo. Yeah, that was, that was good. That was, that was a good place. Wow. Well, yeah, we literally had to roll RC out of there. We had to, oh, yeah. to put him in a wheelbarrow yeah. and carry him out. I had to go to bed. What kind of food I had Seafood, I, like seafood. Like, like, well, New Orleans. Rob, like New it was just New Orleans. That's the only place where just grab it. Let me try this. Put his hands in the plate. Yeah, Doster knows the whole menu. He ate a little bit of everything. What's this spot? Got to, right? Yeah, I got to find some. Good luck, man. We, yeah. we, we watch. Appreciate y'all. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Hey, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, thank you, bro. All right, man. Yeah, we, uh, we have another guest, too. I didn't even know they were coming. We, yeah. Uh, we hey, you two, you two take All a break. Yeah, bring them on. You two take a break. Beer. Get them on over here. got some beer. Come on over here. Is that water? Somebody's coming over here with water? Bring the beer. Oh, Three man we boys. Yeah, that's here. a recovery drink. RC, take a break. You guys yeah, take, yeah, yeah, take yeah, five. Yeah. Let's see go, guys go to the bullpen. Yeah, yeah, we're going to the bullpen. Go to the bullpen. Oh, yeah, we're live. Come sit down. Sit down. We got the three man we boys here. The mics, the mics are the mics are hot and we are live. We are going. Just so you know. Um, nice to meet you. So, so I heard we had some travel issues, fellas. Yeah, let's say, I think that's a, I think that's only one. I think that's only one individual. Not, we're, we're live on stream right now. You're over here shaking wow. hands, shaking babies. I'm glad to hear that. Shaking I'm glad hands, hands, Hi, I want to hear about your travel struggles. That's what I want to hear about. My travels? Yeah. I'll tell you about my travels. Well, I'll tell you about Kai's travels as a peasant versus Nate Oates, who was on the same flight as Kai coming out of Chicago, correct? And then he turns up on my flight. That's right. Three rows in front. Has yeah. to do the old Chicago airport change. He adapted thing. better than Kai did. Yeah, see, my flight was canceled. Access to resources, kind of. better, better resources. Yeah, we'll yeah. blame it on better resources. Uh, way better resources. But Tony Stubblefield, though, I don't think he got a flight out that night. I think he just—he's still there. He got one today, I believe. He's Direct not flight. Yeah, I was put on one that connected through three different cities, but luckily I squeezed in this morning on a direct flight. Thank goodness, made We're it. So happy you're yeah. here. Yeah, ah, so man. happy. The so city needs you. The so city needs you. Like yeah, just your does. presence here. It does. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to have you on, guys. Um, can you Rob, just, how are you doing? I, I'm 
little tired. Yeah. We, uh, we, a, little, a, little, last a, little, a little tired. We hit bourbon last night. I, you know, it's weird. I'm not really hung over because we had uh, uh, I ate too much food. I couldn't really okay. I couldn't really get drunk last night. <laughs> so we'll change that tonight. We'll yeah, work on we'll, that. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll make something happen. Um, how we doing, guys? Good. Uh, yeah, ready to, ready to do this. We're trying to figure out the, the schedule for the next couple of days, who we're going to see, what we're going to do. We're going to get over to 3X3U a little bit. When is um, that? Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's kind of spread throughout. Yeah, um, Friday afternoon, Saturday all day, Sunday all day. Yeah, at the gonna, Sugar Mill. I think I'm going to head over there Friday afternoon. Yeah. I like I'm trying to convince them. We'll so we have, uh, we have the old Manscaped ads that <laughs> Robbie Hummel did. So what I'm going to do Good. is I'm going to get the Manscaped ad. I'm going to see if they can play it on the big screen. No one, no one tell. No one let him know. Oh, man. Let's see if they can play it on the big screen. When we're in the, I don't even know where it is. Where is it? the sugar it's mill? Like it's, sugar it's very close. close I think here, it's walkable actually. from here. Walkable? Yeah, yeah, everything is walkable. Yes. Yeah, it's ten minute walk away. Well, right? when it was at Minneapolis at the Mall of America, which wasn't really walkable at all, but I mean it was a pretty sweet setup. But yeah, I'm glad it's walkable this year. It'll be much better. Yeah, much better. All right, so let's talk about some of these games. Let's talk about uh, Duke Carolina. Where you guys? Are they playing this weekend? Yeah, you didn't know that. Oh wow, yeah. I thought it was called oh, off. Um, there's this guy. His name's Coach K. It's his, it's his last, last. Uh, thought, last so St. Peter's did not make the final. He goes no, by Mike. Interesting. No peacocks. Mike. No peacocks here. Okay. No. I'm still trying to buy a peacock though. Okay. You can get a peacock for thirty-five dollars. Why are they only thirty-five dollars? I don't know, but they're thirty-five dollars. Okay. Uh, well. That's yeah, Kai what, do, what do you, Kai, what do you think? Well, I think Duke. Uh, me, I think it's pretty that. rad that we get in for free. Where these tickets are going for what a thousand dollars for the. Coolest mm. game ever in the Me- final four. Media I, flex. I Media I'm flex. So, nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm flexing rad. a little bit. Yeah. You say rad? He's, yeah. yeah. Come on. We're yeah, rad. Yeah. We're with it. Rad is pretty fresh. It's to, awesome. Are you trying to grow the Dougie Edder mustache? I, I right just now? shaved, actually. It was, it was a rush job. Oh, I need but, to uh, shave. Oh, I am, no, go, go look at the, the best bet shows from when we were in yeah. Vegas if you oh, want yeah. to see the man with the Doug Edder mustache. I'm extremely manly, so it grows back really fast. The only I remember about the ones from Vegas was he had the sunglasses on. Yes, feeling a little bit from the night before. I, I went out. You're, I partied. You're doing the one man weave. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, he was. just a little bit. You are on the you are on the pregame little. D- D- Dagan got before. to see the true got, behind the scenes. I got the whole behind was, the scenes. Yeah. Uh, we had fun. We went out. We had fun. Like we like did. men. That's right. Yeah. Professional time. Professional. Right. Professional. Matt, you're fun. a Duke guy though. Talk to us about I think the Duke emotions routes. going into this. Wow, you think it's a route? I think it's a route. I do. Why? Tell us why. I mean, just beyond the internal gut feeling of vengeance that Coach K has percolating right now against this swath of anti-Coach K. Like, every marketing muscle out there is just, like, pumping the anti-Duke thing. Mm-hmm. I just think it blows up in their face. I do. You want match? I give you matchup angles, too, if you want. But I think <laughs> just from the sheer narrative, momentous angle, I think Duke's ready to make And the devil magic. The devil magic. Yep. We call sure. him King Rat, by the way. That's always been our Coach K nickname, which is King actually a more endearing Rat. nickname than it sounds. King of the Rats. King of Rats. He kind of like is a... Well, you're giving... I'm bestowing him the nickname King. He's King of something, He, he is King so. of... He's his King. King he's of many king. things. And he will be King this year. You yeah. are in. Uh, Duke, minus four. Yeah, Duke. we like Duke. Well. Duke. I'm, I'm sitting pretty heavy on a Duke future that I took before the Arkansas game, and I'm hesitant to double down... But I would take Duke. Yeah, I, I think I, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I do think that they end up winning by double digits. I think they just end up wearing down. I, I don't. I can't. How does North Carolina stop them? That's my question. How yeah, do they get the, stops? the defense has been better, Matt. You you looked yeah, at the, like I, the Bart Torvik splits. I hate that I I looked at the data. And I was like, CO oh no. He's pulling out his Torvik. Where's CO? Oh, yeah. PT. He's pulling out his pulling out his Torvik. <laughs> We're data, come on, we're data guys. We got it. We got to have a little bit. So of wait, what, what's Tio have against Torvik? Or does he have a prefer? Is there like a bias within the analytic? Uh, uh, what, what, Tio just likes when people whip out their Torvik. 
We were. It was just that. It's like a whole Like a whole store panda. Like oh, here it is right here. I was like, get enough beers and mad. He'll whip out his Torvik. Something about how Memphis. Uh, like on Torvik over the course of the last whatever they've been this and he's like listen stop pulling out your Torvik on air <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's we, we wield the Torvik pretty we did we did we have to admit it um, I, I don't think former uh, players like the analytics stuff as much oh shots at the old guard they can't well, hear us that's they my can't theory. hear us they can't hear us he just whipped out his Torvik uh, this no, is good, though, Rob. You get the young guns. You don't actually watch games. You just look at data and spreadsheets all day. Yeah, and you have the old hats. Don't you don't know what numbers don't, are. They I don't can't like do two being plus two characterized plus four. as a guy that medium doesn't guns, watch the medium games. Medium guns. Right in the middle. Yeah. Got we're straddled the lines. We're, we're a special yeah, yeah. We're, sure. we're on top of the fence. Yeah. yeah. No, what's the number, Matt? Uh, since February 17th, the number five defense Number five defense. defense. What? Isn't that, isn't that crazy? It says February 17th, which is like number one team. Number one 11 team games overall. since then. It yeah. coincides yeah. conveniently with their – the only game they've lost since is the Virginia Tech ACC right. championship game, right? Smacked. And they got smacked. Yep. But even with that in there, I mean, it's been pretty number dominant. Five defense? Five. Yeah. Better than their offense? But, wow. I mean, Leaky Black's an elite defender, and I think they can kind of patch together the you rest know, of I it. Did I mean, Baycock and Boer, I, I think – I did not realize how big Leaky Black was yeah, big until dude. I saw him in person. You see him in person. He's like – Six eight. He's actually built. Long arms. Yeah. Like built. Mm. Looks really? like a scene. Like yeah. Huh. He, he's a big dude. And and uh, granted, it was St. Peter's, but it was it was like watching a big brother play against little brother. Like when those dudes are trying to drive on it. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't that show up against Purdue? Is or Kentucky? Question. Or Kentucky? Well, or Murray Purdue State? didn't guard all year, so that's kind of you know not surprising. Was, I think it was a it was it was a matchup thing. Um, I think that their ball pressure. Against uh, against Purdue, they were able yeah. to kind of take Purdue out of what they wanted to run because Purdue's guards can't beat you off the bounce. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen that it guy. worked a little bit against Murray State and then against Kentucky too. Like Kentucky and North and or Kentucky and Purdue are really similar in how they're built, right? Yeah. You have guards that you don't fully trust, especially when Ty um, Ty's not healthy, and then uh, and then they were able to pressure them, take them out of what they wanted to run. Yeah, and then. With Purdue, I think it was a mental thing at the end, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. by, by like, or even early in the second half, there was, like, a, why aren't we up by more? We're supposed to blow this team out. Yeah. And they just started taking bad shots. They were rushing, like, let's make the 10-pointer yeah. and get up by 10. Yes. It just doesn't work that way. Yes. There's always that point in the game where I feel like any upset where the underdog just, like, knows you're going to stick around. Like, there's a point where you just wave the white flag on blowout where it's like, okay, this team's actually going to be here the whole 40 minutes. Right. Like, that's the that was the key part right. for North Carolina as they got up 10 right away, right away. and kind yeah, of stole the, like, let's hang around narrative. Yeah, from the St. Peter's, Peter's comeback was never – yeah, they had to stay with the leader or keep within two possessions for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, everyone's kind of selling Nova, though, in the other game. I'm kind of in on Nova. I know Justin Moore's Me great. Me too. I'm in. I, yeah. Every, yeah. I mean, Goodman. Is it a plus like, five kind of for it, it, it tickled plus, plus five, five at one book in Las Vegas, and we I made sure spreads? to get it before that, I flew out here. There's, there's only, there's only one book that matters, though. Bet Rivers. I didn't say the name of the other book. I didn't say the name of it. I wouldn't dare drop that on a Bet Rivers Thank you. Has it gotten a five yet? No, I think Not Bet Rivers. So it hit five very briefly and immediately got bet back to four and a half. I think a lot of books are just like, we know that we'll take a ton of Nova money if we go to five, so they're trying to keep it. Flat across the People board watched our show, knew that we were going to lay the hammer, so they got well, ahead of I, I mean, look, it's there's no way that this game isn't going to be close, right? Because it's right. going to be it's yeah. going to be ugly. You know, yes. it's going to be ugly. Villanova's going to muck it up. They're going to control the tempo. They're not going to 
beat themselves. They're going to make free throws. They're not going to turn the ball over. They're not going to give up offensive rebounds. They're not going to do all that dumb shit that, uh, that, that, that you know, teams like UConn do. Yeah, right? It, it's a bunch of adults, which I appreciate. It's an adult team. Experience. <laughs> They're old. Team. Yeah. A bunch Colin, of adults. True or false, Colin Gillespie is older than you guys. Uh, he looks older than us. Yeah. Looks older. <laughs> um, probably acts older. I think he is younger. Be- behaves older? Behaves a little older. Yeah. Slightly more mature. <laughs> where, where, where do you, do you stand? Think, do you where think do you he stand? would show up for an 8 p.m. show wearing, or an 8 a.m. show wearing sunglasses because he's so hungover? No, no absolutely not. No, no, he's more professional. Perfume, 10 p.m. Yeah. bedtime kind of guy. Yeah. I don't know, think he's ever had a beer, that, Rob. Oh, come on. Don't, don't paint him as like a That's not fair. A stiff. <laughs> I'm sure he gets after it in Philly. He's he young should. enough. He can still balance those he things, Kai. He doesn't, you know. He's, he's a hard worker. On the court. He's a hard worker. They cut loose off. By the way, I love Colin Gillespie. I know some people in this room don't, but. Ooh. Yeah, a little. Uh, little uh, I think he's a great player. There. Great right, player. So, so, Matt, you were saying that you love Villanova. Talk to me. I about. think. I mean, I've watched. We saw KU up close, personal. I mean, I think they're kind of rounding back into a more dominant form, but also. Scary good second half. Scary good second half. I think the matchup in those regionals made them look a little better, though, than they really are. Yeah, they, they forced a bunch of turnovers in that second turnovers half. Turnovers were big. Like, that's what Villanova doesn't gonna, do. You're not they don't start turn your transition over. attack by handing right? you the ball. Yeah. So. And Robbie Martin's been great, but, like, I don't – I mean – Thank you, Marvin. I, I think you're almost putting a lot of stock in his offensive production, right? Like, I don't – it seemed like there was a lot of, like, Jalen Wilson, like, drives – um, I mean, Agbaji played. He played better in that Elite Eight game. But. Dude, Remy Martin. He, he that's all you need. Remy and, Martin. and Martin's just been the difference. Yeah. He's been awesome. Well, that's okay. what do you think about that, Rob? Because Villanova's so switchy; they make you play one on one. I'm thinking a big Remy Martin game because of that. I like, think you saw a lot a of like, Jamal Shedd isolation, yeah. Kyler Edwards isolation, well, and they I mean, that's, that's what they're. Yeah. That's what you're gonna have to do, right? right? And Martin's and the guy to beat that, right? Yeah, like, yeah. That's that's my that's my one concern is that like Remy Martin could pop off for like. 25. Yeah. And if he yeah. goes for 25, yeah. then Kansas is going to win by double digits. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, but my, it's also it's Remy Martin. So if you're if you're pinning your hopes on Remy Martin <laughs> and David McCormick being able to have big games against right. yeah. beneficial yep. matchups, that's a dice roll. It's kind of like, like are you are you really want to go all in on Remy Martin and David McCormick? Yeah. Can that we was, break down? Was, I kind of want to get To's take on Remy Martin's form. <laughs> like I'm a big shot doctor. Like I, I like to basically project it's, shooting. It's, Tio, it's a straight arm. It's, it's a push. It's good. He goes. By the way, this is a delicious, uh, delicious double IPA. We are at the Gordon Biersch, 200 Poyser Street in New Orleans. We're across the street from the Harrah's. We're one block away from the Hilton. We have Mark Adams coming here uh, in about 10 minutes to join us. Uh, I'm going to get out of the way for T.O. Beer's cold. Uh, fun fact, we thought we saw Mark Adams at our hotel. was not Mark Adams. So um, we were out to introduce myself. It was just not him. Okay, good. Yeah, that's, Mark the, Adams that's is the real actually, Mark Adams. That's real Mark Adams yeah. is actually eating right there. Yeah. Okay. So good. that's good. So Gordon great food, too. Yeah. That's oh. awesome. He looks like the guy that absolutely kills the men's league. Like yes. his game yes. in general, not yes. just the jump you, you, shot. I, you tweeted that, right? Yeah, just like, he yeah. looks like, because the, the, the dribble, like, it's a little bit like Magic Johnson. I'm not calling the man Magic Johnson, but what I am saying is. <laughs> diet Magic is, Johnson. He's yeah. Diet, well, he's diet Mad, Magic Johnson zero. Uh, <laughs> he's not Magic Johnson. But what I'm saying is, is he he's so unorthodox in his movements that it's impossible to guard him. Yeah, it, it seems like everybody else right. has some kind of rhythm or something. He's got none. He's just yeah. explosive. He's really fast. He's really awkward. He finds ways to score. Yeah, he's got yeah, like yeah. the wrong foot floater. Where you don't that. think he's about to go up, yeah. and suddenly he's up. Yeah, yeah. just a lot all of pump fakes. Yeah. A lot all of pump fakes. Too many. Yeah. yeah. All unorthodox guy. He could have figured it out at Nova with all the pump fakes, Kai. That like that's such a Villanova uh, staple. What was that like, game? Uh, he would have driven Jay Wright nuts. I know. Oh, yeah. no about shot. as about as nuts as he's driven Bill Self. What was the game that got killed this year? Villanova. They they. 
Every oh, single Baylor? The Baylor? Baylor. Yeah. yeah. Shot fixed like eight times yeah. to just go up with the ball, down in the paint every right. single time against Baylor. And you do that against Kansas. Yeah. No yeah. It would have been, been a full circle for Jay Wright of get Javon Coinerly out of town. Yeah. And now we bring in Remy Martin just to like the completed project of the, yeah. the guy four years later. Revenge tour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, it, I can't think of a worse fit than Javon Quinterly and how flashy he is in Villanova. I did. Like, I understand that, like, how right. that didn't yeah. work out. I didn't know Quinterly's game coming into college. Mm-hmm. I kind of like, oh, he's an Arizona recruit five star. Seems great for Nova. But yeah, you look back on it and you're like, nah, he's too flashy. Yeah. He's more flash over substance at times. He's, he's been that. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying. And like, he likes to play in a track meet. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. oh, well, he went to the right spot. Exactly. Alabama's perfect. Yep, it's a great spot yeah. for him. Alabama's perfect. Yeah. So, see, we were talking about Remy Martin's form and how I just like when I, if I were an NBA scout, which I you know hope to which be you someday, are. Yeah. you know, yeah. very clearly on that trajectory. <laughs> <laughs> Evaluating shot form is like something I do excessively too much. Yeah, like Remy Martin's form. Me and Kai stood behind him and watched him shoot. It's the it's most elbow out a little bit. Hits in, brings it. it away from his offhand, and then shoots it. Yeah, his, his there's a lot of movement. And my weird. thing is, like, I don't think bad. My my point is, which is completely anecdotal and no way backed up by any evidence whatsoever, is that you can't actually project based on shooting form. Because I used to look at his brother. Me and Jimmy used to argue about this. Valentine kind of shot like a knuckleball, mm-hmm. but he shot like 48 percent in I'm college. Like high volume. I'm like, there's no way this guy's gonna make threes in the NBA. And then I think he shot. He's been fine. Oh, he's been fine. Okay, he's yeah. like still like a competent three point shooter. I don't know. As a shooter yourself, do you look at like people shooting form and nitpick it, or it's like if it goes and it works for you, it's that's I, how I, I look at the guy's hands. If I'm getting really technical, if he's got soft hands and if they come off certain parts of the hands. Mm. Okay. Are you a two-finger guy or a three-finger guy? I'm a two-finger guy. So you're watching, you're watching yeah, shooting, yeah. like, slowed down, zoomed in to see. Uh, I can, you can see. If you see, it's hard to see on TV, but if you see it in person. I think person, most kids out off, there, most kids, most, like, I'm 40. Like, most people, I think, shoot with three. Like, that's, like, the, I think to hold it with two is Well, the problem is if you do it with three, it can come off either finger. Right. If you come off either side of the finger. If you come off two, then you're at least consistent in your fall gotcha. where the ball's coming off your hand. I remember Reggie Miller said he used to shoot with, like, the pointer two. He had big hands, obviously, but, like, the pointer right in the middle of the ball. So, like, almost all of his hands on, like, the right side of the ball when he's shooting. You know, just come off. Like, yeah, but you also have to keep in mind where his pointer finger was. <laughs> like, his point. I'm getting really in detail. I don't know if this is. <laughs> People like come to this. Shot doctor. Here's the thing. We, we have. So, yeah, do what you got to do. Like, the thing. He did do that. But the thing was, was he also shot it like this. So, when that ball came off, it's yeah. coming off, too. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, like, yeah. if it's it's a matter of consistency and if a guy has soft hands. That's a big thing. Like, I played with a guy named Jure Grant who ended up going to Europe and playing a long time. He's Harvey Grant's son. Yeah. Horace okay. and Harvey oh, Grant. Okay. Harvey yeah, Grant's yeah. son. I yeah. played with him. And he, he was a great rebounder. He had really long, big hands. But he would also, whenever he would release the ball, it wouldn't come off his fingertips. Now, people say fingertips, and the guys end up grabbing the ball like this. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> you grab the ball right there on the pads, and then you release off this part of your finger. Not off the tips of this part of your finger. He would release down here, and he had hard hands, and he had a hard time catching it. So yeah. hands as opposed to form. Because once they get to the NBA, if right. their hands are good, you can fix the rest of the stuff to enable some consistency. Gotcha. But gotcha. If, if their hands are bad, it's not going to matter. Yeah. Gotcha. Right? Got it. I love this stuff. Sorry. I nerd yeah. out on this stuff. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're coming to class. You well, get, get you a whiteboard. Well, me and Kai so. just completed our rec league, and we had some. I think I finished the year, Kai, what, 28% from three? Tough year for me Sorry, behind the arc. Year. So I'm trying to. Well, it's, it's only shot, hands, shot, shot selection. Yeah. Shot selection. Yeah. Shot selection. I think the process is there. I think results will come. I'm a buy low next year. <clears throat> yeah. Our food's here. Should we tap out? What's that? Are you our tapping food's here. Out? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think we got to tap out for food. We'll tap out for food. 
Not yet. We won't. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a couple of shots would be fine for me. <laughs> Kai, where, where are you on? Kai, where are you on Villanova, Kansas? That's oh, right. I want to hear. Well, I think Kansas is going to win, uh, but since we are betters, Jim, are we? I kind of like Villanova. I think Can it's I ask close. how the hell you get your hair to stay like that? Can we yeah. get camera three? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I watched the process. Kai, look at that camera right over there. Like, dude, it right is there, a full right there, dude. Walk up. Walk look at up. That. Look at that. Hold on. That is nice. That is nice. He's got one real good. That is nice. As a guy whose lifelong had a bad head of hair. And then I just just completely. We'll get your head of hair. (laughs) I completely gave up. There's no more point in even trying. I'm sitting here, I'm watching, I'm mesmerized. We're sitting here talking shooting for him, and my man's got one stray hair out of place. I I know, and that's bothering me. It's windy out there today in New Orleans. It is. It's all with the hair dryer, guys. Yeah. I I, I, I can comment in the hotel room. I was like, where's the hair dryer? The the one thing I had never heard of that I saw today in the hotel room was he had to get his hair ready before he showered. What? And I don't even know what that means. You gotta prime a little bit. I respect what? it. Wait, wait, wait. What, yeah, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does go, that mean? You can't go no, product. I need, a, I need a process now. We gotta get the you process. Can't go product into totally clean hair. Won't stick. It'll just get out of you know, every which way. I don't get it. Get a I, I stand by so you put product in before the shower. Sometimes you gotta do it. You can't have totally clean hair. So how does that work? Doesn't the water, doesn't like. Don't you wash it out? Yeah, when did it just wash out? As Borzello will tell you, Mr. Jeff Borzello, yeah. you're not supposed to shampoo your hair every single day, fellas. You don't well, want to do that. That's true. But <laughs> yeah. Don't talk about him. Never mind. He, Very he, he who shall not be named. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Voldemort says. Yeah. yeah. The uh, I appreciate that, though. So, so yeah, of course. Hair so dryer. Remy Martin threw you guys yeah. off. <laughs> Sorry, we'll get back to business. I mean, he's I'm awesome. Here memorized. <laughs> he's awesome, despite his... Kind of weird shooting. Yeah, for lately. he goes hard. Lately, he's yeah, yeah, he's you're right. What, he, he, most outstanding player in the uh, Midwest Regional. I mean, deservedly so. Tio, let me throw a theory at you. I had this about mid-year. The benching of McCormick, some of the stuff that Bill Self is doing rotation-wise, I felt like it was a design because he didn't want his team to peak early, and he wanted to kind of create some obstacles. And it's the, the Martin injury certainly helped. I, I, I'm sure he would I'm never. With what you're saying, he I would never admit to it, but I would. I felt like. Because he's he's smart enough, he knows it's about the tournament. He's like, let's you'll, make you'll sure that we're up. playing our best then. So you're saying, put delay the short term for the long term, which is what I told Dolster and Goodman. I was like, you know, what's Duke's main goal? Is it to win an ACC or national championship or win the regular season? Yeah. Right. A counter to that would be, I think Bill Self would still want to win 30 games. Fair. Right. What Fair. I'm saying. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, they had a lot of new pieces, and I thought there was so much relying on Remy. They expected him to be a little bit more, but yeah. now that he's kind of settled in the role of. I'm not going to change him. Right. I think that's a big part of it. He realized, well, he's a, he's yeah. a one-year guy for us. I'm not going to change him. Yep. And oh. now I'm going to use him in what he's good at, and that's a spurtable score guy who can come off the bench. So I, I think a lot of it, to, to your point, is he's still got to figure out his team and how many grad transfers his self taken in, right? I think that's a yeah. big part of it, too. It can't be too many. Sufu? <laughs> he's not a grad transfer. He'll be back next yeah, year. He'll be back. Next year. That's true. Yeah. 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 I – what do you think as a as a player who transfers from star player mid major, goes to a place like Kansas, doesn't play? How does that? I mean, it's I be mean hard. for me, I would. I, I have big ego. Would I'd be you, like, would you re-enter the portal? I mean, I probably would. Yeah. Or if you want a championship, is that is that hey, what your ultimate goal Charlie is? Moore, yeah. you know, maybe that's Charlie Moore. yeah. If that's if that's your goal. That, Charlie Moore's a great example of just yeah. like, Charlie Moore's I'm, example. I'm finding the fit. I'm finding the fit. That dude's played yeah, in every time zone in exactly. every conference <laughs> and every in every major conference. Like, 
I mean, Chicago, Miami. Oh, yeah. He got NorCal in there. He got yeah. Kansas, like the true. I mean, he hit, checked every box, man. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. And he'll play I just, professionally and make money. Could, he, yeah. He could oh, play yeah. lots of places. Okay, yeah. absolutely. He'll make okay, money. Small yeah. guards have a hard time over there. Unless you you're so? just yeah. a, small guards have a hard time. Is it, it's, Unless they're just scoring. It's a Wilbekin's, physical. Wilbekin's crushing it over yeah, there, right? Yeah, crushing it, but he, well, he's big. Yeah. He's, he's, he's big, big across okay. the shoulders. Yeah, it's like six three ish. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah. I thought he was like six one. I think okay. he is. Don't quote me on that one. He, he's yeah. a bucket. Kaiser, yeah. you're a league expert over there. Uh, just a little bit. Not yeah. not expert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I dabble. Is he in Turkey? <laughs> See, I can't remember. Yeah, not sure. He's it. He's one of the better players over there. Yeah. No. I, uh, hey, Kai, I, I saw Barcelona's doing. Well. What was just delivered it's to the table? What, what is that? What? I think Matt's drinking soda. First of all. It's not good for you. I, I wanted a soda. I'm Drink sorry. beer. I found the Coke. It's much better yeah. for you. Beer is much better for you. It's, it's a lot much There's, there's got to be data on that, right, David? <laughs> yeah, the Where's our data guy? Right. Greg, can you find out if beer is better than soda? Right, change crew. Appreciate it. All right, we're changing out. Are we all out? We, we all need out? to know if beer is right. better than soda. Cheers, folks. The, the, the weave guys want to know. They want to know. All right. We got Texas Tech head coach Mark Adams. Mark, jump on over here. Come on, Coach. We got Mark Adams, the head coach of the Texas Tech Red Raiders, jumping on here. What's going on, man? How you doing? Great. Doing well. Thanks for having me on, Rob. Appreciate it. I got to ask about defense. <laughs> Goodness me. I'm sorry. I felt like it wasn't perfect. No, no, no. All right. So it was just kind of thrown on us. Man, you guys guard it at such a high level. You guys have done it at Texas Tech for a long time. You just slid right over like it was supposed to be that way the whole time, man. How much fun. You can't score. You better play defense. (laughs) So, yeah, I've been asked that question a lot. But, you know, we have uh, really good kids. And the guys who recruited were long, athletic, and and, uh, had great attitudes, tough kids. So, it makes it a lot easier to play great defense when you have those kind of players. But that's something we've kind of hung our hat on is defense mm-hmm. and pride. I think we were number one in Ken Palm this year. And so, uh, yeah, we're proud of that. Yep. I got to ask you, you've played against two of the teams here in the Final Four. What's your thought on the teams here? Gosh, you know, um, with Kansas, we are fortunate enough we beat them at our place. And then – and then lost in, in uh, double overtime at their place and then the conference championship. So a lot of respect for those guys and very, very well coached. I really, they play, uh, you know, they play on both ends of the floor, really good defensively, and, and then their pace on offense is just is, uh, exceptional, uh, really good in transition. You know, I love Duke, uh, the way they play as well, and I thought we played them really close. Um, they have some really good players. Uh, Roach is better than we thought he was. Made some big, big plays there. He's playing well. He is. And and then, um, I don't know, is it Banchero or is it Bancaro? What? Bancaro. Bancaro. We've been trying to get T.O. to pronounce yeah. that right all the time. Well, I've, I've been I'm getting telling you, we, we just called him LeBron. I'm just, I mean, because <laughs> I tell you, I mean, he is, he is so big and, and just unbelievably athletic. You just don't really realize uh, how good he is to see him in person, have a coach against him. But, you know, they've just got a great team, and then Coach Kay's just a, you know, unbelievable coach. It was just kind of an honor to get to go down and, well, really went down and shake hands. I didn't know where to shake hands. I asked for his autograph. I didn't know which to do. But, but uh, you know, he's just he was so uh, 
such a gentleman and, and uh, so gracious after the after their win. So I just respect both of them. But yeah, I would. That's that. Uh, that'd be a heck of a game if that if that uh, matchup happens. So um, I will. Uh, I, you know, I don't know which one I pick. You know, I probably have to go with the my Big Twelve uh, team. So I'd, I'd get everybody mad if I didn't. But that that uh, that'd be tough. Yeah, I, I've been told I haven't been to a game, so I'm putting you on the spot here. I want an invitation to come down to a game. I've been told you guys got the best atmosphere. We've, in I've the been country. spreading that rumor. I have. <laughs> I, well, I've heard it from many yeah. different people. You and Goodman both. Yeah, yeah, Jeff. He's. Uh, we've had to uh, slap him around a little bit. He, 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 he finally saw the light and how um, how good our, our fan base is. Our Red Raider Nation is just unbelievable. So we were 18 and 0 this year and undefeated at home and. I wish I could take the credit for that, but it, it goes back to our unbelievable student section. We have nearly, uh, we have about 3,500, 4,000 students that go to our games. I think we're the largest in the country. I think us in Indiana are right there nip and tuck. But, and then, uh, you know, just great season ticket holders, and uh, we, we just got a rowdy, rowdy crowd, and, and it's just it's a great environment uh, for our players to play in. Certainly it's an unbelievably home court advantage for us. So, You are very much an integral part of, of Chris's staffs that helped get that thing going to where it was you were able to carry it over when you took over the program how did you no one thinks about texas tech as a basketball school right before you guys got that thing rolling nobody said you know texas tech best home court environment in college how did you how did you turn texas tech into that spot well you know uh, chris and i both had uh even when we got together at little rock and i was assistant there we, we both had um you know, just a real strong interest in, in trying to kind of sell the sizzle, not the steak, and to just make it a really fun atmosphere, Just not just a uh, game but more of an event. So we did a lot of things there. And uh, back in my coaching career, I, you know, the same thing. And I was out of basketball. I was in hockey for a while. And mm-hmm. so, you know, that's all about, uh, you know, throwing T-shirts and, and getting the players to fight and, yeah. and uh, selling a lot of beer and, and uh, you know, just having a lot of fun. So. You know, it, we uh, worked at it really, really hard the first couple of years, and it just kind of became contagious and caught on, and, and uh, Coach Spear gets a lot of credit for that. But I tell you the one thing is our, uh, our Red Raider fans, they want to win, and um, they have high expectations, which is good and bad for me. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's great that, that they expect us to do well, and uh, it's, you know, it's, it's been a great ride and great journey these you know, the five years assistant and then my first year as a head coach. But I give a lot of credit to our fans. So you mentioned the, the hockey thing. I don't know how many people know this. You used to own a minor league hockey team. It was the, what, the Amarillo, what was it? Well, we had the Amarillo Rattlers, and then I bought the Lubbock Cotton Kings a year later. So I, I ran that when I was a general manager and uh, didn't know a thing about hockey, but got into yeah, it there. And then, can you, and can, you break, can you break down the X's and O's? No, of hockey I can't. Us? I still can't. But uh, <laughs> I, the first time I met with the, the hockey coach in Amarillo, we sat down at McDonald's and. Uh, so I, I was wanting him to kind of explain some things. So I, I drew a, a, a rink, and he's and it had corners in it. And he started laughing. Well, now he said, "Now Mark, he says that puck will get stuck in the corner." So you know, he had to round off the corners for me. <laughs> and then he, you know, then I was I was trying to do a budget, and I asked him about how much a stick cost, about thirty dollars or so. And then I said, "Well, a basketball costs about forty, fifty, and I'm figuring this whole budget's going about six hundred, seven hundred dollars." And he just started laughing. He says. He said, now, Mark, each, each hockey player will go through 30 or 40 sticks. So it went from like $600 to like uh, 20000 So, uh, But I, I had so much fun uh, running that hockey team. I really have a lot of respect for hockey players 
how tough they are, and um, and and the fan base. And we in, in Lubbock, we had some great fans there as well. So that, you know, that was a, a lot of fun for me. But the one thing I learned from that morning thing, I just I miss basketball. I just love coaching, <laughs> so I want to get back and uh, and start coaching again. You recruit guys that could be hockey players. Right? Yeah, that was going to be my question yeah, actually. Yeah, like, we, physical, you know, big, long limb guys. Yeah, I get a lot of that from my dad. My dad was a. a just it was my hero, great Christian man, uh, but he he had won five uh, state Golden Gloves boxing championships as a heavyweight, and so and he also played uh, football at Texas Tech. On, so he was a really good athlete. But I've always had that fighter mentality. I think I get from him that you know every every contest is some type of fight, whether it's ping pong or right. you know chess <laughs> or, or um, you know or basketball game. So we try to encourage and develop that that fighting mentality and. You know, and our, our uh, saying is uh, together we attack. So that's what we always are, you know, as a team, we want to put us first and the we ahead of me and and then uh, go get after it, try to be the most aggressive team. I got to ask about Adonis Arms. Like mm-hmm. this kid goes Juco, then goes up to the northern part of the states. And there's and there's never been a player with a more apt name than oh, Adonis Arms. Unbelievable. <laughs> he just continues to, I guess, he just continues to win and just do everything that the coach asks. He was sixth man at yeah. Winthrop, and you guys picked him up. I know yeah. it. Like Juco to yeah. Division Two. Well, not even Juco. He was a walk-on Juco. And then just, I mean, what a great success story. And if you know him, he's got just a uh, a smile as big as Texas. He just, you know, he's just a wonderful uh, young man, a great heart. And uh, and with that, he's uh, got a 45 verticals that yeah. helps as well. So, yeah, he, he was a crowd favorite. But so much fun to coach. And. Yeah, and, and just one everywhere he's been, and we, we just really like what we saw uh, when we recruited him, and just, you know, he's got good length and athleticism, shoot the ball, and just really blessed to have him on the team. Have you have you guys at Texas Tech benefited from the portal more than anybody? I think you it's going to be like close. I think we have. You know, you, you look back that when we went to the uh, Final Four game, the championship game, you know, we had uh, Tariq Owens on that team. Uh, Matt Mooney was on that team mm-hmm. as well, and so – and then the next year we had, uh, I think the next year we had uh, T.J. Holifield started for us, Stanford Stephen F. and and uh, Chris Clark, and then uh, Mac McClung last year. Uh, just nearly every transfer we brought in has been a been a star for us and, and really done well. So, and we're hoping that's going to be the case again this year. Maybe I need to be doing the recruiting now on the radio or on this broadcast. But I, we've got about two or three that that we need uh, to solidify this team, and I think we can be really, really good again. And it, you know, so we're back in the portal, like how, everybody else. How do you identify the guys that you want to bring in? Because that's, look, we, we've talked about on this show today culture probably too much, yeah. but it matters so much when you look at the teams that are, are winning in college basketball. So when you have these, these short recruitment processes, which is what happens when you're in the portal, how do you know which guys are going to fit? Because, look, you guys have a certain style and a certain culture, and it works. But you don't want to mess that up, right? Well, you know what, Rob, that's a great question. Why it's so great a question to me is that you, you, everybody talks about culture and culture over and over again. It's overused. But, you know, for our group of guys, that was a strength of this uh, of this team is these guys really got along well together. And, and I go back and look at that team that got to the uh, the championship game. I thought that was a magical year. But this team had the same type of personality, unselfishness. And so it's it's a huge, huge part of uh, college basketball and for winning basketball. And so we do our due diligence and we ask a lot of questions and, you know, uh, how coach was a young man, how much he loved the game and, and um, you know, what his goals are. And, 
you know, what kind of teammate he is and just on and on and on. But it's still a little bit of a, you know, it's a crapshoot. You just you hope you're going to get the right guys. Mm-hmm. I got nothing. I got I, This I, was great. I, I, I just have, enjoyed I have, watching I your three play. More three, three more questions. Three more. I get three more. No more from us. We're done. But you guys on the bench I just enjoyed watching the team play so much. T.O.'s a big Reese's Peanut Butter Cups guy, and I yeah. think he's he's a little upset. You know that your your thing is having make sure you have all your favorite players' favorite candy, right? Yeah. Tio loves. Are you, is he not one of your favorite players? No. Is, <laughs> I didn't send in my questionnaire. You know what? I don't. I don't know if we had any. You know. Yeah. I've, in my office, when you walk in, we've got all this candy, and and um, I've, I, I've had players in the past that like that like the Reese's Butter Cups and stuff. Yeah. See, so, but we, um, you know, when when you're coaching defense, it's not the most fun thing to coach so i have to try to give them a little incentive so if they, that's why it's all started they'd come in if they were paid attention didn't fall asleep i'd let them uh you know grab some candy on the way out but i, st- I have it in my new office now so it's uh it's kind of become kind of a tradition so that's why you couldn't coach to there was you wouldn't yeah, get nothing out of that that's right what, you wouldn't get nothing out of that i don't know if he likes defense enough yeah, no. <laughs> either, so. i'd shoot it for you that'd be about it <laughs> all right qu- question number two you you were a boxer Back in the day, right? Well, yes, but only for a couple of years. I, I made it to the uh, semifinals in the state tournament, got being on a split decision, but nothing like my dad. So, so if we lined up all of the coaches in college basketball, are you, are you, are you winning that? Are you winning that tournament? I'd you like know. you in the final four, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I'd like to think I could, but uh, <laughs> you know, now, now I'm so, you know, just tell my players don't, you know, do as I say or do as I do, do as I say. So I, I tell them, I tell them how tough I was. I tell them to act tough and be tough, but I, I leave it up to those guys yeah. instead well, of me. So. so the last question I got to ask, your son, your son must have right there. He's gone now, but he told us that we have to ask you the, uh, the, the best story that you have for getting out of a speeding ticket. He told us we got to ask you on the air. He, yeah, I, and I told you I wasn't going to answer. That. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I've I've, uh, I've been I've had two or three of them. One of one of them I had to uh, my my radar detector. I had to break it in front of a cop. Actually, store it for him. Let me go. I jumping up and down on a on an outside of the highway, which was I'm sure was videotaped. But um, at, you know, after we won the the national championship at Hutchinson, uh, Kansas, Jay Crowder was on that team. So we just won the national championship in, in uh, overtime and beaten three rivers. So I'm driving back, and the bus is, oh, two or three hours ahead of me, and they're having a big reception for us in Big Spring, Texas, and we get back. So I'm driving way too fast, and a uh, highway patrolman pulls me over, and I'm telling him we just won a national championship. You know, I'm on this high, so excited, and, and he says he likes basketball, and we talked for a minute, and, and, you know, I told him beat three rivers in overtime. And, and he's, but then he just starts writing me out a ticket. And I said, officer, I, you know, I thought, you know, you're going to let me off. And he goes, hey, I went to three rivers. <laughs> so, anyway, that was – but, uh, yeah, the others I probably uh, – I've got a bunch of them. So, I drive way too fast, and I'm going to talk to my son about bringing that up. Well, so. listen, what we're going to do is we're going to cut off these mics in about ten minutes, and we're going to head over there. They've got a bar right over there to Gordon Beers, and we're going to – Get some of those stories flowing. Oh, I'd love to. Say, thank you guys. Enjoyed <laughs> hey, the thank you. Good luck to you guys. Congratulations on a great season. Thanks. Man, enjoyed watching you guys thank so you much. Guys. It was it was fun to watch. Fun. God bless y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. So we got about ten minutes left here, and uh, awesome. I tasked I tasked producer Greg Widell. Can we get him on the producer cam here, real quick? 
I wanted to touch his hair. Illinois. Oh, dude, the best head of hair. Dude, he's got the second best. No, he's got the best head of hair. My man's got the second best But I was afraid because I know he had boxing and I didn't want to hook. No, I didn't want to jab or hook. No, you don't want those you know, problems. So I just was. Ah. Um, we, we, we set up a game here for the last 10 minutes. Greg is going to ask us questions. This, this, is my, this is my favorite thing about Britain, Greg, to the Final Four, is that we can say, we say, hey, look, we need questions. We need a game. He's going to come up with a game of determination. He NBA streeted us last time, yeah, which yeah, was yeah. awesome. I did NBA street, you guys. Yeah, so yeah, let's yeah. go. Let's do it, Greg. First of all, that's the first public nice thing Rob Doster's ever said about me, so that's I a great thing. Thank you. That's true, you too. Need to get you a picture with Brad Underwood. All right, so there, there's three rounds to my game, so don't fly through these too much because we got ten minutes to fill, boys. Uh, but I'm going to ask you questions. I want answers, okay. and then I'm going to determine who wins based on the answers you See, say. So don't, don't pick the same answer as no, somebody I like, else. I like this because last time that. I did this, I won. So. This is true because uh, no one can play by the rules. All right, like question it. number one. Dante DiVincenzo, Spike Albrecht, Luke Hancock, unheralded players who went nuclear in a national championship game, leading their team to victory. Who is this year's surprise player who could just torch the Nets? Who are the three again? Those are old guys. Steven Chenzo, yeah. Spike yeah, Albrecht, I'm trying to, I'm Luke Hancock, Spike Albrecht, and, uh, and that was the least Dante DiVincenzo. That was the least important part of the question. You want me to go first? Yes. I'll go first on this one. So to me, there are, two, there are only two answers that are possible, right? One of them, Joey Baker. Uh-huh. Right? The other one, Chris Archidiacono. What do Joey Baker, Chris Archidiacono, and the other three guys we just listed all have in common? <laughs> They're all white. <laughs> White shooters. Yeah. White shooters. <laughs> See, that's why. That's why. That's actually why I asked you to run through those names again. I was you, just like, is you that part of the criteria? That Not necessarily. Getting the extra year eligibility <laughs> yeah, and me playing know. in the championship. You never know. Get, getting hot. Hey, look, it's possible. All right, I'm going like triple. You, you look. Hey, you look like you can still get buckets. I, RC. I like We're about to find out on Saturday. Are you going to play? <laughs> Are you going to play with us on Saturday? I got to get some shoes, man. Nobody warned me about that. Ah, come on. You'd be all right. What good. they're referring to is we have the uh, the media game on Saturday at Tulane at ten fifteen a.m. Uh, we may we may have some uh, some film. Are you ready for that video one? coming out? Are you yeah, ready for give this me your one? Pick. Brian Antoine Villanova. Yes, I love it. You need a guy to step up and hit big shots who hasn't. And that's, those other guys kind of fit that bill a little bit. But Brian Antoine, I think he was talented coming in, struggled with injuries. Jay Wright's mentioned how he can. Um, had mentioned how he's earned this opportunity. So Brian Antoine. You stole my answer, so I'm gonna have to pick a wild card here. That's the reason I, j- I tried to jump in. Yeah, well, he took two answers. Yeah, I know. He took two. So it's like we were. Yeah, you weren't gonna take any of mine. I knew I was good. We're gonna take Joey. Joey was an option for just for the sake of conversation. Um, There's one answer I'm looking for here, by the way. And you will win one. And it may one. or may not be the hat that To is holding right now. Is it Remy? No. No, no. I'm gonna go Christian Braun. See, he's too good. He's too good to fit that role. He's I was, too good for that role? I was looking for Jalen Coleman Lance. Oh, that's folks. actually a good one, too. I like that one. Could he just hit six threes out of nowhere in his eighth year in a yeah, national title? I was about to say game? he's he 30. I, I, he's older than Drew. <laughs> he's older than Coach Valentine. <laughs> uh, all right, T.O. wins that round for the Boom. record. Well, let's go. Brian Antoine was the best answer. Hey, this uh, this is not a participation thing. So, like, just yeah, because is, you yeah, let me go one, like. participation trophy. We're just trying to make T.O. feel good right now. We'll get to round two. But that team, I never get picked You said anything. two players. I'm looking for one answer. Yeah. Yeah. You can't lead with two players. <laughs> round two. 
This is kind of similar to the last one. What one player in a tie game, 15 seconds left in the national title game, do you want taking the last shot? Colin Gillespie. Colin Gillespie. Can you say it too? Is that is is that it? Or it's Colin Gillespie. Like you better just say it as fast. As I'm possible? just I'm opening the door for other answers, it's possibly. For the for argument's sake, for argument's sake only. Got another guy that can create his own shot. Remy, Remy is yeah, but is, is he consistent? I mean, he could do that. Caleb but he's, Love, he's he got throw Caleb Love in that mix. Somebody who can the, get his own shot. The only shot. other guy that but I Colin would want, for the me. only other guy that I would want would be Paolo, because you could yeah. just isolate Paolo in the mid post and say. Go and you're going to foul. But you also have to get it to him. But you also have to get it to him. But I think they've done a better job of getting him the ball. I think we've made that. He's been lumped in with like Auburn and their struggles, and that's not the case. I think part of Duke's turnaround. We talk about, you know, Jeremy Rose playing well. Part of it is when we need a bucket, we're running that that Bama screen, yeah, and getting Paulo the ball in the mid post and saying, "Turn, shoot, just put your head down, drive it," and he's getting to the rim off that spin move, or he's just getting fouled. He covers so much ground on that spin. Oh. So much ground. You got to commit early to even get there. Because if not, you got no shot. Yeah, so uh, what was the definitive answer? We have Gillespie. G- Gillespie? No, RC, Gillespie? RC said Gillespie. T.O. says Gillespie? No, I'll take, uh, I'll take Caleb Love. That's, uh, I'm not going to win that one. but Paolo. Paolo wins. Paolo wins. Boom! Paolo wins. Boom. He's just trying to keep his job. He's just trying to keep his job. <laughs> Can I ask you this? And you know that was my first draft pick in the game. But when have you seen him run a play for like a game on the line? I mean, if we're talking about game winning shots, you're gonna go with what you're gonna experiment on that? Have you watched Duke in this tournament, Ryan? How many games along the way have they been in dicey spots with four or five minutes left and Paolo's and the hitting a big shot? This? What did he do last game? One for six from the floor? Let me get I, three I points. Anything. Let me have my win. Let me get my one W. By the way, by the way, for the people that are watching, speaking of winning stuff, uh, give us the best question in the chat. We haven't had a, a winner yet. Best question in the chat, $50 Top Golf gift card. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan now. of Strafacci. Strafacci. <laughs> Last question. Last question. The score is one point TO, zero points RC, one point Rob Doster. Zero uh, points RC. What, what one player that's going to play a big role in this final four? Do you trust the least? Who could just take their team off the rails with a Caleb Love. Same guy I just picked. Caleb Love could do that because he could go six for 25. Caleb Love. Can't use the same guy. Remy Martin. I would argue that is he going to – if is that leash going to be there for Coach Self? He has he, no choice because, because now he's, he's – the way he's played – He's healthy now in the way he's played. He's the re- he's a huge reason of why they're here, and he's the X factor. Yeah. And if he's not, it's, it's going to be tough to win two games. If he's anything other than what he can be, they're going to struggle. If we had any so more time, I, Mike Boynton just walked past, but we don't have enough time. So I I would say, I would say Caleb Love, and this is why I would say Caleb Love. North Carolina basically has five guys. they got to play Caleb Love. So when he's having his bad night where he's going to go three for 20, he ain't coming out of the game. Remy Martin, if he's not, if he's doing his Remy Martin things, they'll play for five minutes in the first half and yank him. They but, still have DeWan Harris. So here's no, what I think is no. happening right now. I th- here's what I think is happening. 
is we're one one zero. No, you're yeah. just you're just piling on my answer. You're just so trying that we to can tie. Me out. You're just trying to he's step just, me out, so you guys can tie and I don't. See, but that's what he tried the, to do. The reason right there. Don't I don't let him necessarily do it. say that is because we all talked about R.J. Davis' emergence, yeah, and how good he's been. Yeah, but Caleb Love just went six for twenty. Yeah, but it, 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 that was a half. He, 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 was, <laughs> was, he, a he half. was a half, and it was great. It was a great half, yeah. but he was just as bad the first half. Yeah. All right, Dagan. Do we have a winner for the questions in the chat? Do we have a winner for this answer? Oh yeah, we need a winner for the answer. Uh, Well, RC wins that round, which leaves us in a tie. I'm not rewarding guys who say the same answer in the game. I said it first. He cheated. (laughs) What do you want to do? Don't don't let him bully you, Greg. We don't do that on this show. I like the Remy Martin answer. I accept that. I do. Uh, Well, we need a tiebreaker, and we also need a question we like from the chat. So uh, Kent Adams is very upset that we were focused more on the interviews than we were on the chat. Let me me hop on here. Let me get myself on here. Because this this is what makes me upset. Kent Adams, we have to do a show here, and we get to the chat questions when we can. So if you want your, your question answered, ask it again. Okay, I'm not going back through the hundreds of things of chat to find your question you asked 25 minutes ago. Yeah. Sorry, it's not happening. Yeah, you guys dropped the ball, so there, man. Get the chat going, man. Get the, <laughs> get oh my goodness, <laughs> man, this is ridiculous. We got interviews and yeah, stuff to do. You got to hear complaining when I ask like questions. Porter Moser. Yeah, that would have been cool. All right. Also, also, I'm going to be the tiebreaker here. I'm going to be the tiebreaker here. RC wins because Colin Gillespie was the right answer for the last one. I'm overruling you. I'm overruling you. So RC wins the game. Let him know. Are you you win the game. You win the game. I'm the tiebreaker. You win the game because Colin Gillespie was the right answer for the second question. I don't care what anybody says. I'm overruling you, Greg. Oh, I got to go. I got to go one. Winner. Did we give out a winner for the question in the chat? From Shafachi. Your boy Shafachi got it. I love this question. All right. Who wins more titles? I'm going to say ACC regular season, ACC tournament, and national titles all are counted into this in their careers as head coach. John Shire. Or Hubert Davis? That's a good one. Shire. You think Shire? Yeah. Because the recruiting hasn't fallen off. Like, we haven't seen the recruiting from both of these teams, really, for an extended period of time. But Shire's already proven that he's going to be able to get those dudes. Like, has has Hubert really gotten – he's got a couple of really good players. He's got some good players, He's got some really good players. And this won't hurt him. But I – what he has shown, though, to me, is the ability that he's willing to go into the portal yeah. and get older guys. Mm-hmm. And the way Duke's recruiting, if let's just say of the elite guys, they're not Paul Logan Carroll. Then you just got a bunch of young guys. And that, that's where they're at the mercy of how good that class yeah. is. And, you, right. and remember, last year you had a lot of guys – Reclass up. So is it Hubert or is it John Shire? I'm going to go with – you just took the easy pick. I'm, I'm going to go Hubert. I think it's easy to go with Shire we'll now because it still years. has K right now. We can't say yeah. what's, what's happening right now is still K. Now let's go beyond this. Everybody makes it easier and says it's K, but this is still, you know, uh, we'll see how it goes let, let, me, let me ask you like this. Do you think either one of them wins a national title? At those yes. programs. You yeah. think so? It's too much talent. Yeah. It, it's too much it's, talent. They'll eventually figure it out. And with this run that they both they both are on right now, and regardless of whoever wins this game, they're still two of the best programs. It's Duke and Carolina. Yeah. And historically, that there's not going to be no Duke Carolina. You can't. Unless you're Matt Dorian. I mean, it's. 
and he couldn't do it because they bounced right back. Yeah, so no. uh, RC was like, "Do I want to comment on this?" No, no, no. I laugh. I just laugh for a second because all people right, thought look, that. we got to get out of here. Let's do our yes. three cheers. All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Strafashi, I just sent you a message in the YouTube chat. Uh, DM oh. me on Instagram for the yeah, so I can get an email from you. Hit us up at Dagan underscore Hughes. Thank you. Yep. All right. Cheers to the cheers of the, of the day of the afternoon. Be wait, wait, yeah, but say we're gonna be doing a lot of cheers because we gotta do it tonight too. Should we just hold it for tonight and just do all? Oh one yeah, we got a show tonight. Six just do it tonight. PM. Just do it tonight. Central time, yep. seven nine sure p.m. Eastern time. We got just, I got a beer right here. Let's just do a che- do a cheers. So some. Well, you don't want anyone with a drink. We don't have anything. Do it tonight. That's do it. My, I ordered the drink when I was. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> all right, then you then you give it then you give a cheers. Go ahead, just you. It's you tonight. Just one cheer. Uh, I guess my toast of the night is to um, day. It's it's midday. What? It's midday. There's Bruce Look, Pearl. The midday Bruce toast. Just woke past wave. It's been dead. It's the midday toast. It's not the nighttime. Mid, the midday toast. Yeah. Oh, the midday toast. Uh, my midday toast is going to be to the three man we over here who actually made the trip down despite some. You, know, you want to talk about travel horror stories? They had flights canceled. My man made three different connections. Uh, they made it all the way down. They're going to be doing a best bet show here in just a couple of minutes. So, uh, cheers to them because I didn't have anything else on. Quickly off the top of my head. And cheers to Underwood. Uh, cheers Mark to Gordon Adams. Beers for this yeah. delicious double IPA that was given to me a couple <laughs> minutes ago. Uh, no. but yeah, listen, we're going to be back 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 to 8 p.m. Central Time. If you're in New Orleans, come to the Gordon Beers. It's 200 Poyser Street. We are across the street from the Harris. We are a block away from the Hilton. Come by. We have, let me make sure I get this right. We have Mike Young, Tim Miles, Chris Jans, and a special guest. Coming up on tonight's show, we have the producer guest? Dagan doesn't even know. I, about. Say, I don't, so I don't, I don't sure know. I don't know. Come by 6 p.m. local time, 7 p.m. Eastern time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.